Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Live. On gets on the trail. He won't stop till he gets to where you are. Oh my God, I feel the glory of the Lord in this room. Tell your neighbor, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Listen, friends, I'm so excited to have this opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. This is a long-time favorite message of mine, something that the Holy Spirit dropped into my spirit that clearly enunciates what God did to redeem us from the curse of the law and from sin and death. The message is called, The Day the Teacher Went Back to School. It's powerful, it's life-changing, and it's yours right now. Keep watching. In the beginning was Logos, intellectual thought. And the thought was with God, and the thought was God. And out of it, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made. And can you imagine what it would be like to be an angel and watch God speaking? Let there be lights. There was lights. And the evening and the morning were the first day, and God said, it is good. Let the firmaments above the waters be separated from the firmaments that are beneath the waters. And God looked back and looked at what he had done. There was nobody there to praise him, no organization, no choir, no praise team, no drums. But God praised himself and said, it's good. And then he created man in the most intimate embrace between humanity and divinity. In the process of love, he created Adam. God breathed into him the breath of life, and he became a living soul. The birth of his love was the creation of Adam. And he breathed into him the breath of life, and he became a living soul. And God looked at it, and for the first time, he applauded himself twice, because in everything else he created, he said it was good. But when he created man, the Bible says he said it was good and very good. Man is in a class all by himself, unlike any of the lower species that were created, because everything else that was created was created from a, from a barrier between what God spoke and what it became. It was created without intimacy. But man, the master had to touch him to make him, shape him to form him, engage him in the process of becoming everything else just was. Man was processually created, and he breathed in him the breath of lives, and he became a living soul. Did you hear me in the plurality saying that he breathed into him the breath of lives? He breathed into him his woman, his sons, his grandsons, his great-grandsons, his great-great-grandsons. He breathed into him everything that he will be, everything that he will evolve into becoming was already breathed into him. God regards life that has not emerge yet to the degree that the Bible says that Levi paid tithes to Melchizedek while he was still in the loins of Abraham. So God doesn't just breathe where you are now. He breathes your future into you, your destiny, your life. God breathes 
look what the teacher gave me. She is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She is, she is, she came out of me. She is the other side of me. That's why we fit. And we walked around in the fit. We walked around in the fit until a stranger got in it. A stranger who had in order to manifest in the earth realm because he is celestial also needed a form to manifest in. So he formulates himself in the form of a slithering serpent and beguiles the woman and tempts her and betrays her commandment and she betrays her orthodoxy and she decentralizes her divinity by contaminating herself with disobedience and so she did give also to the man and the man pity. The voice of the Lord walked through the cool of the garden and for the first time in all of the eons of time itself, the angels shook in horror for the master who has always spoke in sentences of declaration, exclamation, and emphasis, for the first time uses a question. Where art thou? You have fallen into something that I have never been. You have fallen into sin. Where art thou? You have fallen into weakness. Where art thou? You have fallen into willful wrong. I don't. There's nothing in in the books for this. There's nothing, no point of reference in me. There is no darkness in me at all. There is no weakness in me at all. There is no sin in me at all. There is no filth in me at all. There is no lust. I want to redeem you. But I cannot redeem what I cannot relate to. Be still, Gabriel. Sit over here, Michael. Hold up. Stop the singing. Stop the singing. Stop. Stop everything quiet. I think the teacher. It's going to have to go back to school. Let me get my books. Lo, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O oh God. Touch your neighbor and say, here it comes. This is the day the teacher goes back to school. The voice of the Lord walking through the cool of the garden. Adam. Where art thou? 
I know you cannot come to me. I'm coming to you. First, I will come in cleansings and washings. Then I will come in ceremonies and rituals. Then I will come in prophets and priests. I will come in tabernacles and temples. I will come in badger skins and goat skins. I will come in feast of unleavened bread and the feast of weeks. I will come in ceremonies, but I'm coming to get you. Touch somebody and tell them he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. The teacher is coming. The teacher, the teacher is coming. I'm coming to get you. 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 I'm coming. I'm coming. Wait a minute. Let me slip off my divinity and and my holiness and let me let let me lay aside my righteousness and my my omnipresence and my omniscience and, and I'm coming to get you. I'm coming. Tell somebody tell him he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. I gotta stop right here and praise him because when I can't get to God, it helps me to know that God will get to me. That that the the, the teacher will come. He'll break it down on my level. He stepped down from eternity. He stepped down from eternity. He stepped down in the corridors of time. He stepped down through the ceremonies and cleansings. He stepped down through the rituals and washings. He stepped down through the blood of bullocks and goats. He stepped down through the blaring of trumpets and the beating of brass. He stepped down in the washings of the priest's hands and the cleansing. Turn somebody say, here he comes. It's a process. It's a process. But whatever God gets on the trail, he won't stop till he gets to where you are. Oh, my God, I feel the glory of the Lord in this room. Tell your neighbor, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. The only reason I'm taking this class is to get next to you. The only reason I reduced myself from my glory and my honor was to get next to you. The only reason I stepped from eternity down in the time was so I could get next to you. The only reason I wrapped myself up in filthy flesh was so I could get next to you. The only reason I lowered myself to be birthed out of something I birthed was to get We go into areas where people just, they don't have the the money. They don't have enough money to even feed themselves. We've been in places where the mothers tell us they have to select which child they're going to feed that evening because they don't have enough food for everyone. And so to think about digging a well or building a clinic or even doing food distribution or a medical camp, that's just out of, out of sight and it's out of their, their way of thinking. And so we go in to be able to meet that need and our purpose is to try to provide for them. Can I take just a moment and thank you, and not just me, but on behalf of children who get books and women who draw water from wells and people who get blankets and homeless people who get sandwiches and all the people who will never meet you, thank you for sowing into Medicare. You and I have a responsibility to care about people. That's how they know that we are truly born again. Thank you for bringing Jesus to people who only see them through hands that care. And the 
Ramos said, after he come down through 40 and two generations, he stepped down into the womb of Mary and started getting his school supplies, his textbooks, his pens, and his pencils. He took on him the form of a servant, just like Satan took on the form of a of a serpent. Jesus took on the form of a servant, wrapped himself up in school clothes, come walking out from eternity, bound into time, and we beheld the wonder of his glory, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Oh, the heavens started singing, and the stars started twinkling, for down in a manger, the teacher... The teacher has gone back to school, wrapped himself up in flesh, dwelt among us, dwelt among us. He dwelt among us. His name is Emmanuel. God tabernacled with us. He dwelt amongst us. It simply means that he sat amongst us. He said, I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to class with you. I'm going to school with you. I want to feel what it's like to be you. I want to understand what you fell into. I want to be tempted like you're tempted. I want to be hungry like you're hungry. I want to get sleepy like you get sleepy. I've never been to sleep before. I've never been to sleep before. I've never been tired one day in my life. I want to know what it's like to get tired and get sleepy and get thirsty and get hungry. This is the day that the teacher, oh, shut up. I feel like preaching now. This is the day that the teacher, he went back to school. He grabbed his books and went to class and dwelt among us. We beheld the wonder of his glory, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He, he dwelt amongst us. He is to dwell amongst us, God. He is to dwell amongst us, God. He is God, intimate with man, never intending to be distanced from us. He created us through the intimate embrace between humanity and divinity, and here he is, touching us again. Touching us our weakness to touching our humanity and touching our concerns and touching our violation. He has gone to school to understand, how do you cry? Why, why are you hurting? Why are you broken? I cannot redeem where I cannot relate. I have to take this class so I can be touched by the feeling of your infirmity. I want to know what it feels like. So even when you can't explain the pain, I already know what you're trying to explain because I can be touched by the feeling of your infirmity. This is the second touch. He created me. In the first touch, he redeems me. 
endless fucking touch. You remember when the blind man got healed? And, and he, Jesus said, what do you see? And he said, I see men walking as trees. And he said, come here and let me touch you again. Do you remember that? In other, in other words, everything that I didn't fix in the first touch, I'm going to get it in the second touch. Tell your neighbor, he's reaching for you. He's reaching. He's, he's reaching. The only reason I'm taking this class is to get next to you. The only reason I reduced myself from my glory and my honor was to get next to you. The only reason I stepped from eternity down in the time was so I could get next to you. The only reason I wrapped myself up in filthy flesh was so I could get next to you. The only reason I lowered myself to be birthed out of something I birthed was to get wants to get next to you. Oh, my God, do you understand how bad God wants to get with Come here, Judas. Come here, come here, come here. Come here, I'm going to make you Judas. Come here, Judas. Mm -hmm. You're my friend. Come here, Peter. No, get behind me, you're the enemy. Why would Jesus call Judas, a friend, for betraying him. And Peter, the devil, for trying to protect him from the cross. Because the cross was the final exam. If he didn't go to the cross, the class was not completed. So the reason he kissed Judas is because Judas helped him to take the final exam. And the reason he rebuked Peter is that Peter was trying to stop him from completing the course. And the Bible said, Behold, he draweth as a lamb to the spirit. And he never said a mumbling word. He submitted himself to the courtroom. And he never flopped back in the courtroom. When he is a lawyer, in the courtroom, but he wouldn't take his own case. And the Bible said, Behold, he goeth as a lamb to the spirits. And he never said a mumbling word. And they nailed him to the cross. And they hung him high. And they stretched him wide. And when he should have been cursing and blaspheming like sinners would do, the Bible said instead, he said, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani. And then he said, Father, into thy hands, I commend my spirit. But this is what I want you to get. He finally said, it is, it's finished, it's finished. I completed the class. It's finished. I graduated. It's finished. I took the sting out of Delta. It's finished. I took the victory out of the grave. And the Bible says that the graduation occurred 40 days later. 
when he got on a cloud and ascended into heaven and he told the disciples, it is finished for me, but go to Jerusalem. He been dude with power. Touch them people say power, power, power. 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 People don't understand what I mean by power. They don't even understand why you're standing on your feet. Because they don't understand power is the most powerful when it is given to somebody who didn't have any. And the Lord is saying to somebody in this room, you never had power before. Whatever happened to you before, you were a victim. But you will never be a victim again. Wait a minute. I hate to split my own church. But this is a moment for people who have ever been victimized. If you have ever been a victim, I got good news for you. The enemy that you see today, you shall see it no more. For the Bible said, Behold, I give you. Rob your name and say, I got power. You will never do to me what you used to do to me because I got You will never hurt me like you used to hurt me because I got I want all the former victims for the next three minutes to pray God for your I'm out of time. It's been a real joy to share the word with you. I believe God's got more for you than what you have ever imagined. The battle is not yours. It belongs to God. He came all the way from heaven down to earth that he might connect with you, be kin to you. And through that connection, we receive life. And that more abundantly. Thank you to all of my friends and to all of our partners who support our ministry. It means so much to us. And you that are being blessed by this ministry haven't heard from you in a while. Reaping and sowing, seed time and harvest. You ought to take a moment and bless the ministry that's blessing you. Take care of yourself. You can have one sickness that leaves you bankrupt. See, the enemy doesn't care what he uses. He hates the name. Get your name back. You can be made new, restored and renewed for God's glory. You'll never find the right person until you have reconciled the fact that you are enough by yourself. For your gift of any size, you'll receive Go Blind on CD from Bishop Jake's transformational series, Made New. God said, I will only bless that that I started. If I started it, I'll finish it. And when your gift is $65 or more, you'll receive Made New, Restored and Renewed for God's Glory on three DVDs. I see why I had to be afflicted. I see why they forsook me. I can see it now. However, when your gift is $110 or more, you'll receive the Made New 3-Message DVD set, as well as a stylish tumbler and travel bag. This is a season where you got to press, and I 
that every time you take a step, you got to say, God, I thank you. I made another step. Somebody praise him for another step. Get ready to be made new today. Now, if Jesus opened up the way so that you could have access to a God experience, if he opened up the way so that you can have a God experience, if he cleared the way and made it possible for you to have a God experience, then the only thing that could be stopping you is you. focused on hope for a brighter tomorrow. Relevant, thought-provoking, and real. Normal people overcoming real-life struggles. Isn't it about time you had some good news? Live at noon, 11 Central, every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, only on Daystar. Joel Osteen, the most-watched inspirational figure in America. I believe and declare you will have a strong, healthy, faith-filled family. It's no wonder people all over the world want more. God is releasing strength, healing, deliverance, favor, new beginnings. And the only place to get a full hour of Joel Osteen is Daystar. Tuesdays at 9 Central, only on Daystar. Do you remember the last time you had to be really strong? Now, whether you need strength in mind, body, or spirit, you can turn to Jesus anytime. I'm Kevin Sorbo, and that's why I love Daystar. Right here, 24-7, providing strength and hope through the Word of God. You've experienced it, now tell a friend about Daystar. Today's generation makes Daystar their home for faith television. Daystar, experience it. The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. We need to hear God for... You know, where to live, where to work, where to go to church. We need direction. But if we only go to God every six months when we have a decision to make, I'm not sure we're going to hear it. So that's why God speaks. God wants to be active in our lives today. And it shouldn't surprise.
Some uh, 16, though, Sam. You, I'm talking about I'm just getting on the interstate. Damn. Hope it ain't raining. Uh, it's not now, but it's supposed to rain today. But anyway, it's not. I ain't flying because I called him this morning. I woke up at 5.45. First thing I did, I'm late. I said, <laughs> I just overslept. I'm just, I can't put it no other way. I overslept. I have a nightmare. Well, who was you dreaming about? I dreamt that my, my dad, they, I came home yesterday and they told me, you know, my dad got to have surgery next week for, he got to go and have a colonoscopy. But okay. they took him back to the doctor, you know, he had that knee surgery. And anyway, he said, tells me, he said, well, I got to go back in and they'll do an MRI. They think they're going to have to do surgery again. I'm like, when? And so he says, I know Thursday. And so I, and that was on my mind. And when I went to sleep last night after reading my Bible, because I, 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 I didn't read Saturday or Sunday, so I had to read, catch up on reading. And I was so tired. And when I guess it was all on my mind, and I dreamt that my mama died, my daddy died. And I'm like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I rebuke you saying that when I woke up. Um, ain't good dreams. Huh? I said those are not good dreams. No, they're not. And they tie you out. Go ahead and open us up, young man. Okay. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you, Lord God, with a heart of thanksgiving, with a heart of joy, with a heart of praise, Lord God, to sing hallelujah to your holy name. We thank you, O Heavenly Father, that you kept us last night, even as we slept, Lord God. Some of us might have dreamt, Lord God, and some might have rest peacefully, Lord God. But we want to woke up, Lord God, with the winning side, knowing that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. You have given us another day's journey, Lord God, to worship and praise your holy name, to even just travel along the path that you have ordained for us for this day. Father God, we ask you to come against anything that is not of you, Lord God, anything that does not align up with your away for our lives, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to cast it out right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that I'm able to join with my brothers and sisters in worship this morning, Lord God, to give testimony of how good and great you are in our lives. Father God, we ask that your Holy Spirit will fill our hearts up with joy, that your Holy Spirit will fill us up with praise, Lord God. We ask that you will cover our prayer worship leader, Sam, this morning, Lord God, even as he breaks the bread of life, Lord God, into us, Lord God. Instead of the gap and pray for all of those who know not that they're praying for and those who know that he is praying for them. Father God, our ways are not your ways, so we ask, Lord God, that you align our footsteps and our paths up in the way that you have ordained for us to go. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, even as I dreamt that horrible dream, Lord God, about my mother's passing and my father passing, Lord God, 
Lord God. And I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for I speak life over their lives and upon the lives of all of my loved ones and all of my family and friends and all of my crowd worship believers and even not in the lives of those who we stand in the gap for, Lord God. We rebuke the devil right now for your word teaches us that in Proverbs 17, I think it is 17, the way you says, Lord God, that life and death is, a pop, is, is in the power of a tongue, and they that love, love it will eat the fruit thereof. So I speak life right now into the situations, Lord God, to all those dying situations, Lord God, that may be coming first, whether it's around our fight that's trying to manifest May, whether it's our finance, our health, around our employment, around our family, whatever it is, Lord God, I speak life into those situations. Lord God, your word teaches us, Lord God, that even when you, when you went into the, the valley of the dry bones, the question was raised, will these bones, can these dry bones live? And yes, it's the answer, Lord God. So when we come to you, Lord God, we get the fullness of your joy. We get the fullness of life and liberty and peace and blessings. Cover us as we go through this day. I ask you to give us traveling grace and mercy. I ask you to cover us, Lord God, even on this prayer call, that you will align up and do what you were called for us to do, Lord God. And that's, Lord, to save souls and to redeem those who are lost and bring them back into your fold. Father God, I stand in the, in the gap, Lord God, for those who are unsaved. Lord God, that they would too would wake up, Lord God, and see that you are the living God. You, are, you have given us a living Savior, Lord God, Jesus the Christ, who sits on your right hand of your throne, interceding for each and every one of us this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Lord God, I said it so many times before. 
and I brought these scriptures up before you before, where you say you were passing through and you spoke to the children of Israel and you saw them struggling in their blood and you spoke to them through the, your blood. You said, live, 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 live. So, Father God, I speak life into his situation, Lord God, into his finances, to his business, into his ministry, to his worship, and to his praise. Lord God, I just speak life into everything about him, Lord God, into his household and everyone that comes in contact with him. Let them live, Lord God. Let them seek your face and your face only, Lord God, what they seek, Lord God. Let them love you, Lord God, as you so love the church, Lord God. How you even you love us, Lord God, the sinners, Lord God. How you gave your only begotten son to, to come and take on the our the sinners of the world, that we could enter into your throne room. Lord God, speak life into everything about him. Let him be blessed abundantly. Let his body be healed, Lord God. He's tired, Lord God. He gets weary sometimes, but Lord God, he still presses on. He still goes on to press toward the mark of a higher calling. For your, he knows that your word says, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season he will reap in this faith and die. So, so Father God, God, speak life into those dark areas, Lord God. Speak life into it, Lord God. Give light to him that he can come to you, Lord God. Trust and believe in Lord God, that all is well within his soul because you have him in the palm of his hand, just as you have the world in your hand. Lord God, speak life into his ministry. Speak life into the prayers that he, he prays for others. Speak life, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, God. Oh, Father God. Oh, yes, 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 Father. I praise your name. I glorify you, Lord. I glorify you, Lord. I glorify you, Lord. Yes, Lord, struggling to live, but my God shows up on the scene, Father God. You show up on the scene, oh, my God, and you say, live. Live, Sam. Live. Oh, Father God, I praise you. I glorify you, Father. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Move in a mighty way. <laughs> Move in a great and mighty way. High, yes, yes. Who oh, changing things. Changing things, moving in a great and mighty way, Father. Your hand, the anointing, the power, the strength, the love, and peace of God. Mm. Thank you, Father. From transformation, transformation, Lord. Transformation, Father God. Yes, 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 Lord. Mm, the power of God. Mm. Mm. The power of God. Oh, Jesus. That's right, that's right there. Right there, right there, right there. The power of God. Mm. Oh, Jesus. That's what makes the difference. When the power of God enters in. That's what makes the difference. It could be a dead situation, but when the power of God enters in, oh, 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 o
the power of God enters in, things must change. They must respond. They must respond. The power of God, moving in a great and mighty way, strengthening, anointing, transforming, directing. Mm. Thank you, Father God. The power of God, the anointing of Christ. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in a great and mighty way. Life, life, life is that more abundantly, Father. And I said it in his household, Father. In our bodies, Lord. In our finances, Father God. In our giftings, Lord. The power anointing of God. I speak life. Life. Life, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. The question was raised, will these tribals live? Can they come together? Mm. Father God, we know that you could connect the connections, Lord God, because you're the one who ordained us, Lord God, in the womb, Lord God. You fashioned man from the dust of the earth, Lord God, and you breathed the breath of life. Yes. Into our bodies, Lord God. So we speak it right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. All over our mm. bodies, Lord God. Into our spirits, more so, Lord God. Into our worship, into our praise, into the glory that we give unto you, Lord God. We reverence you for you are the almighty God. You, Lord God, for your wonder-working powers, Lord God, because you're able to, Lord God, to cause life to be man to live, you cause them to die. But right now, Lord God, even as the psalmist says, I speak life, you're going to live, oh, my brother and my sister, and you shall not die. Father God, we just speak life into every area, Lord God, into our finances. Into our families, into our homes, into our communities, into our country. We speak life, oh God. Because mm. you are life. And mm. Jesus is alive and well. And he hears our prayers. He hears our prayers and they are answered. So we even believe as Mark 21, 40, and, I mean 24, and, and, and it says, Lord God, Anything that we pray for, pray for and ask and believe, it shall happen, Lord God. For your word will not return to you void. Father God, we speak life over every area of our lives, into our jobs, into this worship call, into all those who come on, Lord God, let them be blessed abundantly, because they too acknowledge that you are Lord that you are alive in the well, and you are the captain of our souls. In Jesus' name, yes, Lord God. Yes, 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 yes. Yes to your will, yes to your way. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we know that all our prayers are being answered. Right now in the name of Jesus, I will say amen. 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 Am
Amen. Listening to it, and he says those dry bones live. That means that's representing death. Uh-huh. It's something that's dead. Uh-huh. But because God is God, when He speaks and He moves, uh-huh. dead situation comes back to life against Amen. all odds. Come on now, <clears throat> against all, against everything that the world says is a done deal. I got you, Satan said. I got you cornered. You right. can't go nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything in the natural says it ain't gonna happen, but God comes in and He says, "I say live." Come on now, mm-hmm. he, he gets in the middle of that thing and says, "Because I am the one that's in charge." When I speak, it must occur. Come on now. All right now, hey, glory yeah. to God. To that red sea for him to drop dead and say, Son, I tricked you. I got you as far as you can go. He said, I led you to this path so that I can get the glory. Because, see, I'm going to speak to that sea and it's going to part. And it'll go to shine it. It'll go to Ow, Jesus. Oh, Lord. But you got to stand and stand there for and trust God and be obedient. Oh, And allow God to be God. Allow him to come into your situations, your circumstances, even your heart. Even your heart. And say, peace be still. Oh, shit. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 Lord God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Ooh, this too shall pass. It's not over. Even when it's dead in the natural. Amen. God, I can't do nothing but say praise the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Amen. Father God, yes, yes, yes. Live, 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 live. Oh, Jesus. Speak life, speak life. Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. We trust in you, Father God. We trust in you, Lord, in all our situations and our circumstances, Lord. We trust in you, Father. Ha, <laughs> Oh, Holy Spirit, I'm asking your angels to go forth and bring in those things that we need, Father. If it's a healing, let them just begin to touch our bodies so our bodies can be healed and restored, Lord. If it's, if it's, if it's, I know I need some financial breakthroughs and turn around, bring in those people that are needed so we can get these things done that, that the enemy's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. He's on the job. But, Father God, we're trusting you, Lord. <laughs> we're trusting you, Father, that you're making a way. You're touching hearts, Lord. <laughs> you're, t- you're moving situations and circumstances. You're bringing in the finances on a time 
timely fashion. Those people that you need me to partner up with. Those people that I even speak to that courtroom that I got to go in today, Lord. You're going to touch him, Father. You're going to touch him, and he's going to allow you to finish what you started in my life, Father God. Because it's your grace and your mercy, Jesus. It's your grace and your mercy, Lord. It ain't nothing else, Father, but you. But you, Lord. So, Father, we just praise you. We glorify you, Lord. We're taking another step today. And we're saying live. We're saying live. And we're saying live. Oh, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Oh, Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. All righty then. Yes, 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 Lord God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I lift him up once again, Lord God. I did not know that he had to go before the magistrate. But Lord God, your word teaches us when you are pleased with us, Lord God, we will find favor in you, Lord God. So let the judge see what you see, Lord God, and grant him favor, Lord God. Give him a reprieve, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let them find favor upon him right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Yes, yes, yes. Peace. Peace be still. We speak to the storms in our lives, Lord. We say peace be still. Let the peace of God rule and reign instead of us.
Be still, Father. There we go. That's 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 it right there. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. You had a good dick in here. Jesus. A shit of condi here. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. You had a little corundigasaka. Here it is. It's a good dick in a ganda. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Father God, how you go mm, I see this so vividly. See this so vividly. Oh my God. Oh shit. Hey, 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 hey. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you trust what I what I see is like it's like a, you can say it's a wire or edge or cliff or whatever. And it's like we're on the edge of the cliff. And we're looking around because we, 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 we see our demise. And where others, they wouldn't even get on the edge. We're, we're peering over the edge. We're, we're leaning so much over the edge that in the natural we should fall. <clears throat> but see, in the supernatural, God has our feet and he's holding our feet so we cannot go over that edge. <laughs> we will not because God says, son, I want you to go up on that edge and to look over and to trust me that you will not fall. I want you to see what good to you. I want you to see where you could and you should be, but because you've been trusting me, I'm not going to let you go. Because, see, son, when you do that, I get the glory. When you do that, you recognize that it's only by the anointing of God. It's only by His, His mercy that did not let you fall, that even led you to that point. And you're standing there and trusting me. And you're entrusting me with your life, with your situations, with your circumstances, with your hurt, with your pain. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Lord. Trust in me. I've got this. Walk on that ledge like you're walking on solid ground. I got this. Oh, Jesus. Walking the confidence and the anointing saying that I got this, son. I got this, daughter. You step boldly like you're walking on a street surface while you're walking on a ledge. Huh? You're walking on a tight wire. And you're trusting in my power. Yes. Yes. You walking in yes. with an expectation and allow me to be God. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Allow me to yes, be God. Lord, God. Allow me to be God. Do not stop. There's a purpose. There's a purpose in this path that I have told you to go. It's not happenstance. Not happenstance. I need you to get so rooted in me that you will look death in the face and say, get back. That's what you did, Brother Richardson. You look deaf in the face. You say, no, it ain't happening, not in this case. You need to be so rooted and so grounded in me and my relationship with you that you will go into the enemy territory and stand and take that back which he has stolen from you. Yes, 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 connect me on such a level, huh, that you allow me to get deep, deep down inside of your heart, inside of your soul. 
and allow me to perfect all things that concern of you. Walk this pathway out. Hey, see, that's your source. Is looking and marveling, saying, "Why ain't they dead? Why ain't this happen? Why ain't that happen?" But see, see, you you understand it's by by grace of my God. You understand, see, now this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand. There's a lot of work that goes into staying connected. <laughs> oh, come on now. See, it don't just, you don't just stay connected by a Bible verse uh, and, and then a song and then I'm good. No. See, when you're walking on the edge, you got to be so rooted, so grounded, you got to keep listening, keep focused, keep seeking, keep your gaze fixed upon him. And that's a lot of work. That's why most people won't go to the edge. But see, God, he has so ordered your life. He led you to the edge and you didn't even know it. You didn't even know it. And he was all the while working in you. See, there it goes. See, now he's got you positioned. Ah, yeah, don't go by. Because, see, because we've been speaking life to those dead situations. <laughs> we've been speaking life to those dead bones. Ah, yeah, God has already entered in and he's done it. And he's doing a great and mighty work. Because we're trusting him to bring things to pass. And we know we can't do it in us. Everybody else looking at him say, they dead. I, I thought you had it. I thought, but God says, no, nah, I got this. I got them. <laughs> Watch me finish what I started. It ain't over. Watch me work this out. It ain't over. It's just going to be another example of a word of faith working in somebody's life. Those heroes of faith in the old that he wrote down. It's just going to be another example of the acts of the apostles who are foolish enough to trust the Lord and walk out concerning the things he's called them to do. It's just going to be another example of when you truly yield and allow God to be God. Mm, come on now. Oh, Jesus. When you say, Lord, I, I understand. I know I need to get out of my own way cause I, I, and I need some help with that because if I, if I get into myself, I'm going to look over that edge and fall. But see, Lord, as long as I can stay connected with you, I can and will do all things. who strengthens me. And I will not back down. And I will trust my daddy God. My daddy God. My daddy, God, because he's perfecting me. And more than anything else, he loves me. He loves me. So that means that you're going to walk in there with the assurance and, the, and knowing that you are the child of the Most High God, and that favor has already been granted to you. Mm-hmm. And claim it and confess it. Instead of turn around. You know, each and every day, God gives us another chance. Another chance, ain't there a second right. chance, another chance. Brand new mercies each and every day we see. Mm. So you walk in there with boldness, fam, 
knowing that God has already given you the victory. Amen. You're going to use what you have in your hand, in your heart, in your mind, and that's the word of God. And you're going to Come on now. Fire to the fire will not him, boy. Come on now. And it will not return to him. It will not return to him, boy. Yes, 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 Father. Mm. Jesus. All right. Mm. You have that perfect God for a reason because you are a member of the royal priesthood. So that's the reason why you wear that purple and gold. So Come on now. it's already been given. Come on now. Speak it, brother. Speak it. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Amen. And I'm praying in your form, Lord God. Thank Come you, on God. now. I'm going to praise yeah. you in our house. And just like Shadrach, like Meshach, and Abednego said, when they wouldn't bow down, he said, even if our God does not do it, we know that he can. Capable of so doing go boldly. Yes. Yes. Because yes. mm, mm, mm. you found, he found favor in you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Hallelujah. Mm. Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. You died on Calvary's cross for Erica. You died on Calvary's cross for Sam. Mm, you died on Calvary's cross for Felicia, Regina, and Nate. Oh, Maria. Mm. You died, Marie. Lord God, mm. you died on the cross for me. Yeah. Our members, our household. That's right. So we expect favor in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. We are asked to the throne because mm. of the sacrifice our Jesus Uh-oh. as he just said. Oh, God. Uh-oh. The blood that was shed was for our sins. You took him to the cross. Mm-mm. That we may enter into the throne room of grace and mercy with boldly knowing that all our prayers are being answered. Thank you. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Father God. Okay, all right, got this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yada to go say shit to go randy to go say shit to go say shit to go say shit Because you have listened to me and have allowed me to work and walk in your life. Because you have allowed my my word to grow up in you. Because you are learning and have learned how to be comfortable in your uncomfortableness. Oh my God. And allow my word to transform you. Because of this, wow, there is no defeat. They do to you. They can't take your soul. What can they do to you? Talk to a certain point in me that's like the brother shared. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He can save me, but if he don't... It is what it is. You have walked to that, and my word has got you there. I have moved in a certain direction, and I'm using you to touch lives, to transform hearts. <laughs> oh, allow me to finish what I started. Amen. Allow my word to continue to increase your heart and your life. Mm. Mm. I, I, I see this. I see this. He said, because see, we're getting to a point now that we're, we're we're losing we're losing the material things off our life. We're getting a deeper understanding of God. I can give you these things. It's nothing but a bam. I need you to walk in me in a certain level, huh? I need you to walk in me in a certain way where you understand what is truly real, what is truly important. Those spiritual gifts. Somebody's soul standing in the seating on behalf of them, counseling and ministering, even when you're tired and you don't want to be bothered, you recognize that I need you to do something. See, that's what's important, and that's why I need you to stay. Not to visit, but to stand. Allow me to mm. work through you in a great and mighty way. My word... Is going forth. It will not come back to me, boy. You have been standing on my word for a very long time. Mm. 
You have been trusting me for a very long time. Now, I will not let you back. I will not let things fall apart. Come on, God. I will not let the very things you've been struggling for to just disappear in front of your eyes because I've been using them to get you to a point in me and you have been obedient, man of God. You have been obedient and all against all odds. Now I have moved. I'm opening up doors and finances and touching hearts to move it. And no one would understand. But it's my grace and my mercy is working through you in a mighty way. So you just trust me. Don't back down. You look over that edge. You stand and you stand there for it. Let me finish what I started. I am the Alpha and the Omega. In the last, the author and the finisher of your faith. Over. It ain't over. It ain't over. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Father God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh, Father God, we praise your name. Oh, my God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. We praise your name. Amen. Amen. For the victory. Amen. For the victory, for the transformation. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. It ain't over till God says it's over. It ain't over till God says it's done. Thank you, Jesus. You said, behold, you make all things new. Come on now. Hey, hey, I knew mercies. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, God. Lord, I can't stop praying for him, but you, Lord, he has sacrifice his own desires to care for those, Lord God, such as his mother and his father and his tenants, his daughters, his daughter. And, Lord God, I ask that that favor be granted unto him. He has stood in the gap and prayed for those who are sick, those who are in prison, those who are lost, those who are wayward, those who have even spread up the fence. Mm. So, Father God, we pray that the prayers that he has sent back, sent up on all behalf of others, Lord God, that they will return it to his heart and that the blessings will fall upon him. Give him his crown, Lord, Lord Jesus, he on earth so that he can receive some of the fullness of the glories and the mercies that you give. Because he has done unselfish work. He didn't walk in self-operating work, but, Lord God, he's filled the gap for others. Bless him, oh God. Bless him in the name of Jesus. Give peace into that situation. Amen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. We're going to praise her now in advance. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Go on and speak, sister. Go on and speak. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 Lord. Amen. 
All I can say is this. We make it to this Father's Day. Oh, it's going to be on. <laughs> God pull us out of this one. Here, huh? Shit, it'll pull that Oh, Lord. Well, it's already Father's Day, so it's already on. Oh, Jesus. Hi, yeah, of course, Yes, yes, yes. Because this is our Father's Day. All right, now. All right, all right. All right. Each and every day we wake up and make a choice to praise him. It's our Father's Day. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Yes. 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 Thank you. Yes, God. Yes, God. Oh, Lord. Okay. She didn't want coach. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't want to go straight up. Hmm. Hmm. I keep hearing that we all have, and that's why I say well, it ain't me, but it's all of us have gotten to a point in this journey that we're walking is it's, it's such a place where most people wouldn't go. allow God to grow up in us to a certain degree that we ain't there but we are further along than we even imagine or think but it's because God we've been being just a lot teachable, humble and I guess more than anything diligent and persevering because each and every one of us has had our feelings hurt, our behinds kicked in some form or fashion, even on, especially on this line. I'm talking about even on this line, especially on this line. But we've come back, and God has been working and growing in us, each and every one of us. And we all have gotten to a certain point in this walk so far that... And then it's not it's not to puff us up, but it, but I, it, most people ain't gonna do it. Most people ain't gonna do it. It sounds good. 
I mean, just you look at athletes. Everybody wants to be that that star. But the training, the diligence, and everything else that goes along with it, in order to get there and to stay there, most people aren't going to do it. But we have we have gotten to a certain point now. And all honesty, I I've been cussing myself out all week because I said I said out of my own mouth, ain't no turning back. Ain't no turning back. If I had options, I would. But God is using us. So we just got to trust and finish what's been started. Finish what's been started. It's a purpose. Each and every one of us is a purpose for what he's doing. And more importantly, the way that he's doing it. <laughs> I, I I look at him and laugh and say, really, God, you allow me to go through all this and get to the point and save every house but the one we live in. Really, God? I, I like, okay, God. I mean, it's, it's these things that we deal with. <laughs> but it's a purpose, not just what he does, but the way that he does it. So we got to just finish what's been started. He's the author and the finisher, and it ain't over. So we got to let him be God and trust him through this. And since we go to talk about the circles of fellowship, the deeper we go in these things, even those who might start out with you, because they can't see nor understand why, that's fine. Just recognize it for what it is, but you keep pressing on. They have, might have gotten to you with this point, but they can't go any further because they don't see, understand, or trust. Come on now. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's not real. That doesn't mean it won't happen. What did Daddy God say? <laughs> what did Daddy God say? <laughs> so we have to get it. We have to make up in our mind that we're going to persevere regardless. Amen. Got to make up in our mind. Fix us up. That means we got another day. We got to fight. Amen. <laughs> Wake it's us the up. Job. Then there's just something else we got to fight. And we got to remember whose report are you gonna believe? Come on now. Yes. Yes. Whose report? Yes. Mm, mm. He has already won the victory over all these oh, no. trials that we're going through. We're just going through so we can be purified. And when Come we on come now. through, and I was reading it, even in Job, as I was reading last night, it Job said, when I come through this, I'm going to come through as pure God. Come on. Oh, come on now, brother. Oh, any access to it, I'm going to come through shining like a bright come on now. star. Mm. Father God, yes. Whose report are you going to believe? Father, yes, yes, yes. Whose report? By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm made whole. By his stripes I am complete. Mm-hmm. Lord God, I don't know why you caused me to be late this morning, but Father God, it was for this purpose. I didn't see uh, it. But it was for this purpose. 
Come on. He was protecting me for something that I could have if I left on time, been involved in. But I'm just trusting and believing in you that you're going to take Sam through this day, Erica through this day, Felicia, Lisa, me, Erica, all of us, you're going to bring us through this day. It's your report, Lord God. We've been washed in the blood of the Lamb that purifies our souls, our hearts, our spirits, our minds, our bodies. You have perfected that thing that we could not see. But glory to your name. Glory to your name, Father, in the name of Jesus. Favor, 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 and more favor. Hey, baby. Oh, favor ain't fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it sure feels good. Yes, Lord God. Oh, Lord, y'all got me hot. And I don't even flinch. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Yes, yes, yes. Favor ain't fair. Come on now. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Favor ain't fair. Come on now. You know what, you know, when we can get to the point that when we're going through, we can just enjoy it, holler and scream. You know, like when we go to an amusement park, we get on those rides and we be holler and scream, but it'd be enjoyable. See, that's what we need to get to as far as, far as our journey is concerned. That, that, that's what we're, when we're actually enjoying. I mean, because, see, we be going through. I mean, oh, God, oh, really, uh, we be going through, but God wants us to get us to the point that we're going through and we're enjoying the trip. See, that, that, that's the growth that he wants us to be at, and that's where he's taking us to. So just allow God to, to finish what he started. Trust and believe it ain't over. Allow his anointing, <laughs> his power, his love. Oh, my God. More than anything, recognize that he loves you. Mm, mm, mm. That he loves you. These things that he that he's, that's going on in your life is because he loves you. The good, bad, and indifferent. Not saying that he that he's doing this to 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 purposely, but things happen in life just because. But God uses these things to transform us, to grow us up, to draw us closer to Him. He loves you. He loves you. He's not going to let anything just take you out of here. Just remember that and walk in it. Amen. 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 Because we didn't praise you all the way to work, huh? 
I'm still not there, but that's all right. <laughs> yes, Lord God. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 he did. <laughs> Woo. Yes, yes, yes. Knock out these lizards, none of them been done. Father God, in the name of Jesus, once again, Lord God, I enter into your throne room of your throne of grace and mercy. I stand on behalf of prayer shifted ministries, Lord God. I pray, oh God, that we will be strengthened, Lord God, through the growth process that we are growing in on this call. I pray, Lord God, that our prayers are being heard and that you are pleased, Lord God, with what you see through us. I pray, Lord God, that you will make us over and over and over again, for you are the potter and we are the clay. Mold and make us, Lord God, into whom you have called us to be. Lord God, forgive us of any shortcomings that we have done, Lord. Lord God, for each and every day we miss the mark of a higher calling, but Father God, because of your grace and your mercy, because of your favor, Lord God, you have allowed us to come once again into your throne room and to intercede for those who we pray for. Let us grow, Lord God, in your word. Let us be strengthened in our praise and our prayers. In Jesus' name I pray. Lord, name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for those who are in prison, Lord God. For some of them are prisoned, Lord God, in their own self-worth, Lord God, in their own habits that they have been addicted to into this world, Lord God. We have developed the, the addictions, Lord God, for to alcohol, to cigarettes, and some might have even been, been succumbed to the suppressions of the world through 
drugs or even through crime. But, Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you would deliver us, Lord God. Even as Paul and Silas was in prison, Lord God, they sang hymns of Zion songs, Lord God, and they prayed, and the jail bars shook, Lord God, and they were set free. So, Father God, we pray, Lord God, that you will loose the jail bars and set the captives free, Lord God. Father God, even if they committed a crime, let mercy be given unto them. For each and every day, Lord God, you give us brand new mercies. In Jesus' name I pray. Father God, I even pray for those right now, Lord God. For they're on their dying beds, as Nancy say. But even as we've been praying, Lord God, for life, Lord God, and to live, we ask, oh God, that you will marvel the doctors and the nurses and the family members who think they're being drawn to death and show them that you are God and speak life into their situation. And even if you don't do it, Lord God, the family members that have lost their loved ones, Lord God, we ask that you will develop in their hearts, Lord God, and let them know that you are God and God alone, that you could be a, a, a comforter to them, a comfort, comfort keeper. You could be a mother, a father, a brother. Whatever it is that they lost, Lord God, you're more than that, that to, the, to them in their lives. But we ask, Lord God, that even in their subconscious minds, let them call upon your name of Jesus, Lord God, and ask for mercy and forgiveness for anything that they've done that is not of you that wasn't aligned up with your will and your way, and that they will be forgiven, and that you will bring, give them their home, Lord God, in, in paradise as you have promised. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. I knocked you out three there. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Sotoro Hoshira Mokoshata, Setere Heshike Sere, Koshita Hasara Mokoshara, Keshitere Mokoshi, Setere Hesara, Koshara, Keshitere Hesite in the Mokoshi Tete, Koshita Hasara Mokoshara, Keshitere Hesite Mokoshi Tete, Koshara, Keshitere Hesite Mokoshi Tere, Keshita Hasara Mokosha, Sotoro Hokoshitere Heshere, Koshatara Koshara, <laughs> 
In Jesus' name, hallelujah. You know, it's so funny. You know, um, in prayer for um, prayer shift and ministries, it's like, it's like I see the um, the roots growing at such a rapid pace, and then them intertwining one with another. You know, almost like when you see something that's braided, and it um, signifies, you know, the growth and the strength of you know, the roots, you know, intertwining one another that makes it unbreakable, makes it difficult to cut through. And, you know, it um, it is indicative of, you know, prayer shift and ministries, the strength that we have, you know, being rooted in God's word and how difficult this bond will be to break, you know, for Satan to try to get through. It's going to be very difficult, and so it you know it um it exemplifies the growth that we have in God's word, and it's just it, it and I mean it just I just see you know the roots just growing at such a you know fast pace. So, it, 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 I mean, it's going to be difficult to dig us up, you know, to uh, separate because God is, you know, um, showing us, you know, exponential growth. We just got to make sure that, you know, we continue to stay rooted in his word. Jesus' name, Amen. I mean, I was, I was when you were spe- speaking that it made me think about what all we do. You know, um, we got the mastermind. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming. All right, we got the mastermind. We got this call. We got you know the Sunday thing. And I even though it's small in numbers, but all intertwined, you know, mm-hmm. and roots are significant because they're under the ground. So the smaller numbers is under the ground, wow. you know, because the tree can't live without the roots. So 
this this small number that is doing this is is what God is using for the tree to grow. You know, I mean, and even even just on the, which even on just, I'll say it like this, and just the aspect of us supporting Nate, that mm-hmm. ain't no small tree. <laughs> right. You know, right. so God is using us more than we recognize. That's why we have to keep pressing when we don't see or understand and trust God. That's 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 the hard part. And so, and it's so interesting because when you said even Nate is not a small tree, but it's the roots that make it strong. Mm, right. Right. To be able to carry the, you know, like you said, the big tree. Mm-hmm. That's going to be able to, you know, sustain. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because even now saying that, you know, you you preached about that a couple of Sundays ago. Mm. About Saul. And his son, remember, he only took what's his name again? Oh, the um, son Jonathan and our right, yeah, right. Jonathan, and he only took yeah. his um his armor. Um, he took his armor bearer. Mhm. Sure did. So that you know, that is representative of you know what you were saying as well. Mm-hmm. Because you know we oftentimes, um, you know, we think that you know the large number, um, it it alludes to things being grandiose and things happening in such a you know magn at such a magnitude, and we really um, don't think just because it's small or people are small in number that they will have the impact that someone three hundred plus will have. You know what? Uh, even on that note, really only a handful of people to run this world. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so. All right. If, if we want to really go there. Right. Mm. Amen. <laughs> Things we do, Lord. I'm about to change. If I can take my child. Okay. Hmm.
wanted to hear. Good morning, fam. What's going on? Good morning. How you doing? I'll you. Good, 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 good. Good morning. Good Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know what's going on, so I'm just gonna sit here and wait and see. Honey, Sam, it's just me, you, Sam, and Arthur. Arthur may have okay. us on mute. Sam, switching phones. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna let us listen to um, cause they were getting their praise on this morning. I'm putting Latasha Cobb put the praise on it. Yeah, oh, they was praying. Right. They were going in this morning. Oh, wow. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. So they, they put this little Tasha Cobb in my spirit this morning. Man, I know, man. I hear you. It's so funny because I'd be in the library listening to stuff. And you know, it's supposed to be quiet, girl. I just be going off. And you know how you sit here and you trying not to, and your legs shaking. And you're like, ooh, I'm about to go to shoot wow. this screen. All right, young girl. Put a praise on the girl. Hmm. I can't be mad at you, girl. I can't be mad at you. I guess I can do my list. Others have been done, I guess, for the most part. (laughs) 
Okay. We'll pray for Trey Mathis and Ariel Sinkford. Jalen Roy, Hashi Gosh, 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 Gos
Grenada paints to a hush to go fish 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 to go fish
Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, or Shita, Saka, discernment, or I'm the supernatural. Peace. Peace is the past, is all understanding. Supernatural is human strength, abilities, gifts, and talents on the signatures to get increasing basis. Perseverance. <laughs> And praying for you, for us to go Okay, I think that's pretty much it. I can't think of nothing else. All right. Anybody got anything? Anything like what? Like anything? What? I'm we've done all of this. Yeah, I pray. Where's your brother this morning? So I know I'm taking out of school, so I can't do the reading until I get back home. Oh, okay. Nothing ain't good morning. So what? I said nothing other than good morning. No, no work today. Uh-uh. Somebody jacked the position that I wanted. It was only the one that I would have done for today, but that's okay. Oh, come on, man. God. How you going to pick your nose in public while people are in here? You got one? I said, how you going to pick your nose in public at a restaurant while people are in here? How you going to do that at a restaurant? Anyway, you know, somebody um got my position. Well, that's all right. Believe me, there are things that I need to be doing <laughs> otherwise. <clears throat> but I um, I went for the, can you hear me? It's not the throat. I, I think I'm starting to get a sore throat. My voice is leaving. <clears throat> I said, I think I'm getting a Something's going on with my throat, my voice. I'm losing my voice. Can you hear me? So, 
Mm-hmm. You got froggy in your throat, like on a little. Oh, you do you even know who the little rascal is? Of course I do. I ain't that young. You know, you don't. Little rascal. Little rascal. Talk to me or Morgan. I don't even know what that song is, Carol. I ain't saying it, ain't it? What's the name? I don't know what they look like. <laughs> okay, you know what we're talking about then. That's Buckwheat. Okay. Actually, there's a few black boys on there. There's all Really? I, never I, I didn't never realize there were more black people on there. That's funny. Yeah, he ended up having like some younger brothers on there. You know, from time I to did time. not know that. I had no clue. I know I slipped into the channels once and I saw Prince I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm like a big old kid. Mm-hmm. 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 The Flintstones have mm-hmm. been on for a long time. How long? The only thing. Y'all they on the Flame on Boomerang? I think the, um, the Simpsons is the only one that's our last Flintstones. Man, Flintstones. I watched the Flintstones forever. Love me some daggone Flintstones, man. You know what I just thought about? What? Oh my God! Mm-hmm. The Flintstones was a cartoon version of the Honeymooners. Oh my God! You just figured that? <laughs> it just—I don't know why it just dawned on me. Like, wait a minute! Oh my God! You just figured that out? Like seriously? Oh. Yes, child, yes. That's never exactly what it is. I never, never even done them. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Because I used to watch that. Even when I was young, I watched it mm-hmm. all the time. Like, all the time. Of course, because my granny used to watch it. Right, and I just right, thought right. it was the funniest mess in the world. And I've always loved the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I said, dang. This show are similar. Okay. And then that's when it hit me. I said, oh, my God, they're the same show. And then I, I was playing Trivial Pursuit one day when I was in, like, sixth grade. And uh, that was one of the questions. It was, what was the question? Yeah, I said that was one of the questions, um, something about which which cartoon was a spinoff of the Honeymooners or vice versa, whatever, and that was one of the questions, and that's when I knew that my speculations were correct. There was a question on what? On what? On the which cartoon was a spinoff of, of um, the Honeymooners. Oh. What, what, what was that a test on? What were you taking a test for? No, it was, I was playing Trivial Pursuit. Oh, Trivial Pursuit. Oh, oh okay. Mhm. Okay. Ne- never even would have dawned on me. I 
don't know. Like I just started thinking about it. Cause yeah, I was, was going to say, I, what? It just, it just clicked. I'm like, wait a minute. I was going to say, what made you think about it right now? That's interesting. Well, we were talking about the Little Rascals, and she said the Flintstones, and I just I just started saying something, and I just, I don't know, I started seeing Fred and Barney. Hey, Fred and Barney. Uh-huh. And then throwing them, like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That sounded familiar. And I wait yeah. a minute. Fred is big. Jackie Gleason was big. Barney mm-hmm. was small. I said, wait a minute. <laughs> it just clicked. Yeah. Isn't that something? Whatever, child. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. So I have to tell you about, um, you know, I had the interview yesterday, right? Like, interview for I what? Had, I, was, I told you I was getting a night job. Oh, right, 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 right. So I was going to do this thing where I'm going to be part of my success story. I had to work day and night. The next, well, anyway. I was going to do it because, I mean, you know, just to go ahead and start getting my supplies and, you know, whatever it is I needed. And uh, I went in there, and it was fine at first. You know, I knew that it was a place for, like, intellectually challenged adults. So I'm thinking people who need some extra help read. No problem. You know, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. And so, um, and so, I'm in the interview, and the lady's looking, she's asking the questions, and I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah, I knew I had this. It was, I knew I had it when I went in. But she started going down. You know, you could see that she had a checklist of things she was supposed to talk about, right? So she went down the list, you know, duties. So then we get to duties and responsibilities. Okay, fine, duties and responsibilities. So I got to go. So um, she she's saying, all right, make sure that the knives are put away. You know, dishes, you know, nothing sharp should be left out. Okay, I got that. Just like kids. You know, nothing sharp. Make sure the dishes are clean because they'll go off die and pick stuff off the plate and might not be part of their diet. Okay. All right, I can film with that. You know, no problem. Man, then she got the toilet and booty. I said, what? And she was she was talking about um she was talking about um um what did she say? Oh, she was talking about changing diapers like if their diapers shouldn't get too wet. You gotta change them. Like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and you know, I'm sitting, there's nobody room but me and her. And I'm sitting there, and I, I'm trying to keep a straight face. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, you can stop talking right now. This is <laughs> but I, you know, I had to let her finish. And she's like, yes, and then she's sitting there. We have to change the diapers. And then she, she's on it. And then, you know, BCs and. You know, if you see it running down their legs, if they got diarrhea, make sure you give them a job. Oh, I, said, well, I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. 
Oh no, things are nicer than. And okay, so so the interview is already over, but I was just being nice. I was just being nice. So then, so then, she um. What did she say? Oh, oh. And then she started talking about showering. Not showering. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. She started talking about showering. I'm like, oh, I don't shower. I don't like showering. Make sure you lift up the phone. And get between the folds. The folds. He goes in. You know, the folds. Right? The folds. Okay. The folds. What folds are you talking about? You have plastic wear? Yeah. And so. I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if she realizes that this is getting worse and worse out of me. And then she says, and you know, you watch their private parts. You have to make sure that you lift everything up and make sure you, you dry and then apply Lotion and I said, wait just a damn minute. Wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. So I got infant. I got grown ass infant. You want me to wash? You want? Nah, though. Come on, girl. Diapers and oh no, Jesus! And I said, "Oh, it's so sad that I'll be starting to go fund me account for supplies or something, because there is no way on God's green earth, no way on God's green earth that I'm doing that." And so when I left, she wrote down everything on the card. I said, how much does this job pay again? She said, the job pays $10 an hour. I was like, all right, ma'am. Thank you so much much for your time. The job pays $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. I was like, ma'am, Miss Sandy, thank you so much. Thank you. She said, I hope to hear from you tomorrow. I said, yeah, you're going to hear from me tomorrow. Yes, you are. You're going to hear from me tomorrow, but it might not be the answer you want. This might not be the answer that you're expecting. I just could, I couldn't even believe that. I mean, I probably could have handled it better if they were real. You know, if they were babies. Yeah, right, 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 right. But I stopped running Maya's bath water when she was four. Hell, I ain't washed nothing on Maya since she was four, probably three years old. <laughs> You think I'm getting ready to wash your fifty year old nut sacks? Hell no. Mm-hmm. So you can have a bad psychotic day and tell them that I tried to do something to you? 
inappropriate. Now I'm on TV looking crazy. I mean, looking real crazy because, you know, you saying that I tried to do some things like I was trying to get some 50-year-old mentally disabled boots. So, oh, no. No. I'm not doing that. But it was, it was, uh, man, I got out of there. My heart felt so sad. My heart felt so sad. I called Pam. I said, Pam, let me tell you about the bullshit. It just went all up in here. <laughs> just straight up. Oh, man, I'll never forget that right there. I will never forget that. That was crazy. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so much for that. Yeah. Like, Felicia, this might be more along your field, girlfriend. Because, you know, Felicia likes doing that stuff. It's some type of ministry to her. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't. Mm-hmm. Light, duty, light duty nursing, dear. That's all. I ain't no goddamn nurse. I gotta let me explain what my degrees are here one more time. Criminal justice? I got you. I got you for criminal justice. We straight. Counseling? We eyes. Teaching? We straight. Notice it is not special education. It's just. Regular, regular teaching. That is five more minutes to be another. I mean, when Maya talks to me, she's chewing a food vomit in my mouth. I can't handle nothing else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Sweet God Almighty. And I, it's no indictment against the people who need those services. It's just not my ministry. That's all I'm saying. Everybody knows how to learn how to say in their own language. That ain't my language. I'm very clear. Well, what about that experience that you're going to be missing? Which experience, Stevie? The experience you'll be missing not going down this pathway. The, the experience of walking down the pathway. Just you know, you're not going down the path, so you won't you won't gain this life learning lesson. Mm-hmm. I'm good. If God wanted me to have experience, nothing. He would lay me down this path a long time ago. This is not supposed. To, no, no, no. I'm not about to sit up here and start making up stuff, telling God he said stuff he didn't say. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. It's crazy enough being a teacher. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi. You can put some pennies in the. Yeah, I'll take it. A penny, uh, draw. You sit here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was, I was slightly devastated, but uh-huh. it's okay. It's good. It's okay. 
But you know what, though? And it's not, you know, like I said, it's not that I'm putting it down. Everybody, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. Some people love it. Like my cousin, um, Monica Roosevelt, a second wife, Vivian, been doing this since I was a little bitty girl. She probably retired by now. But she was doing it when I, you know, since I was a little girl for probably 30, 40 years. She absolutely loves it. I think Felicia loves it too. People, I people who love that kind of stuff. And that is beautiful. I'm so glad that God created those, you know, who, who need to do that. You know, that is beautiful because that means everybody's taken care of. But as for me and myself, my ministry is in the classroom, not the bathroom. Amen. How did you first learn how to do construction? You said what? I'm going to ask. How did you first learn how to do construction? I've been meaning to ask you that for all these years. I always forget. How did I, I learn? I know how you got. How did you first learn how to do construction? Because you were in school for something totally different. Um. Well, I grew up. Okay, I grew up um, plastering my dad to plaster, so I grew up, he taught me that trade. Oh, um, okay. You know, so I did that. I went to college, came back, and um, I taught the school for a few months, substitute teaching. I got into it with one of the students, and the same day I got into it with a student, my cousin called me. He was starting his own construction company because he got into it with mm. his own Father-in-law. Okay. Um, so he wanted me to work with him, so I worked with him for a while. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when I started learning other trades. And he went back to his father-in-law. So I worked with him for about a couple of years, two or three years. His father-in-law mm-hmm. retired. And, then um, you know, things kind of went down after that. And mm-hmm. I've been cussing ever since. <laughs> Okay. I always wonder how that happened. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when I went to work for them, that's when I started learning different kind of trades and stuff. You know, um, because basically I was brought up a blaster, but that's when I learned all different other kind of trades and stuff. Okay. That's cool. Her life is an adventure. You never could have told me I was going to end up being a teacher. I never really was. I always did it in some capacity, but to do it officially, I never thought I'd end up doing this. But I knew with my criminal justice degree, I knew I wasn't going to. I mean, I really wanted to go into forensic psychology, to be honest. But I couldn't deal with dead people. So it just kind of don't work. I mean, psychology, you know, you got to look at, you just, it was much more than I could have handled. 
what you said? I said I wanted to go into forensic psych, psychology. Uh-huh. But I knew that, you know, in law enforcement, there's always that chance that you're going to see some dead folks. <laughs> and I was, real. you know, big psychology. Yeah. And I, I just, no, that, no, that wasn't it. I knew I couldn't. You just got to know where your lane is and the dead people and body fluids and all of that stuff. I know how my mind is. I can't, I couldn't do that. Mm-mm. I mean, we need to work on the funeral home one day. Ah, uh, so no. Good. Mm-hmm. Even when I worked at the hospital, we had to go in the morgue sometime and work in there like, Ugh. Yeah, no. I can't do dead bodies. I can't do dead bodies. Yeah. Like I said, everybody has their place. A dead body kingdom ain't mine. I can't, you know, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm too squeamish. That's body fluids and, and nasty things and grossities and all of this. Mm-mm. When my son, I mean, when my students would get a cut, they come in, I'd be like, go to Miss Collins. No, don't bring that over here. Go to the nurse and do not touch my door handle. Okay. All right, yes.
Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. I didn't miss the reading, did I? Nope. Okay. And I've been on here for two hours. I fell back asleep. <laughs> I totally understand. I do it all the time. I fall asleep with my headset in my ears, and I'm like, I know they can hear me snoring. How embarrassing. <laughs> all the time, girl. That's a laid-back kind of morning, huh? Well, <clears throat> my body calls itself trying to get sick, and I'm fighting against it, so it needs some, it needed some rest, so I guess it just took it. Oh, yeah. I never do that. You okay? I never do that. So I take, not, I take it you're not subbing today. Uh, no, I, I, I was going to, but someone took the position, the only one that I would have done, that I you know, would have wanted to do. Somebody okay. got it right before I did. So I said, okay, you know, that's all right. Because there's some other ones, but the... <laughs> I traumatized after that job interview yesterday. Yeah, okay. So now when I see, you know, special education, I'm yeah, like, okay. mm-hmm. y'all not getting me with that. They already got me that one day with the with the biting kid and the one that tore my skin off. Mm. So we're not going to get caught up. I mean, if I had to do it, like if it was a situation where if I didn't do it, we wasn't going to eat. Or yeah. the no housing, you know, something like that. Of course, I will never let my, let that get in the way of me caring for my children. But the same case, I ain't doing. No, so we just gonna um, trust God to make provisions for the program and stuff. Because I'm Amen. not doing a job either. I can't do it. I'm see, That's over with. Settling is over. And I have to, at some point, start trusting God. I have to. And I got to stop doing crazy stuff, you know, to try to do his job for him. Mm-hmm. And that's new to me. It really is new to me. Because I'm used to just doing, you know, but that you you mess things up when you start doing crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Because you dig yourself into an even deeper hole that's harder to get out of. You know, and right now, 
with um did you stay up here right now with oh my goodness. Oh my god, help me Jesus I'm gonna fell off the bed. Uh <laughs> right I'm standing up trying to fix this third and I'm gonna fell backwards off the bed. That is not a way to start the ministry. Um Okay. So um you know, I, I do crazy stuff like that, but at a certain point, you just got to trust and, you know, you just got to trust. There's, there really is no other way around it. The thing and is, we have to in the beginning, and then we do what we want to do and well, screw it up, and then we end up uh, having to ask them anyway. To fix it. Look, mm-hmm. Jesus, fix it, Jesus. Take the wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It really is just not, no, no, no. So I'm not going to, you know what? You know what? I'm just not going to. I mean, um, you know, like, I haven't, I'm just, you know what? Whatever, man. Because right about now is when I start, oh, my goodness. I gotta make sure I have a job and this year. It's not gonna last ever. And what's gonna happen? And da, 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 da. so I gotta go out here and I gotta do it. No, because the enemy thrives off of a confused, chaotic mind and stress. He thrives off of that stuff. Thrives off of it because he knows that in points of desperation and times of distrust and unbelief, you you do things that you may not even normally do. Mhm. Yep. So he wants you to be in a constant state of, of confusion all the time. And I'm just not knowing. Okay. I don't know. I'm just gonna. I figure. I do my due diligence, <laughs> and uh, we're all watching my. We're all watching my story unfold together. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass the popcorn. Okay. Richie's home now, so I'm upstairs in my room. You know, I'll be downstairs loud and stuff when I'm on the call. But I only have a three-bedroom house. So, you know, Richie's gone 95% of the time. So she doesn't have a hand here. And I think that irritates her. <laughs> so she really does. So she's downstairs on the couch. And I said, well, you know, if Mama hadn't been a gypsy, we probably would have a much bigger house because I would have been focused. But you know what? You have a nice place to come home to. You have a, a nice home mm-hmm. that we live in. You don't want for nothing. So, oh, well, you don't even live here 95% of the year. Okay. Because I was, you know, at first, you don't care, but if you're not careful, you'll fall into that guilt trap. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, no, I don't have anything to feel guilty about. Mm-mm. Because it would just be a room that would be the majority of the time. I'm sorry, what you say, hon? 
I said it would just be a room that would be empty the majority of the time. This, it, it, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so true. And I tell her, I said, well, you can always, um, you know, use, because my, my son doesn't mind giving his sister her room, giving his sister his room. You know, my boys don't care. I'm like, whatever, dude. Okay. As long as they got access to the TV, well, for him, it's his computer. But, you know, she said, that's not my room. I don't want that. Okay, well, you stay on the couch. <laughs> you know, so I just come up and get on the couch. I mean, I come up to my room when I'm talking on the prayer call when she's home because she's sleeping down there. Because, you know, I'd be like, ha, 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 loud and ignorant. <laughs> And then you yeah, never know. You never know when Sam and Arthur are gonna get riled up like they were this morning. Man, I hate that I I slept through it. Oh my goodness! I hate that I slept through it. I bet that was something because you know they both can get to cutting up and Arthur gets mm-hmm. to speaking in his tongue or or whatever he be doing and oh shoot, it's just on the ground. Basically, that's what they were doing when I came on. Oh yeah. Mhm. We had Sam and 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 Sam, Arthur, and Erica. He said, "Sam, what?" Sam, Arthur, and Erica. Oh, Sam, Arthur, and Erica. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Where did Mr. Sam go? He's um. I think he's still taking Morgan to school. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's what he's doing. Well, she should be there by now. She just sent me a text a couple of minutes ago. Okay. Well, he'll probably, I guess maybe he'll get back on when he gets back to the house. Yeah. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Choking to death on some doggone French toast. You and that French toast. Girl, I tried French toast for the first time. A few months ago, it sure is good. (laughs) (laughs) And I just keep eating it. Mm -hmm. It is good. Amen. Jesus' name. <laughs> oh, you funny. Hey man. But I would like to announce that a miraculous thing has happened. Yesterday, as you all know, my Mountain Dew fast ended at approximately eight AM. Between yesterday at eight AM and today, which would be approximately twenty four hours later, I have had only 20 ounces of Mountain Dew, which is amazing. It's an amazing feat because usually by now, I would have had way more than that, way more. And I would also like to announce that I got up this morning and I went out and got myself some, this is sugar-free syrup. They're trying to kill me. Um, sugar-free I got syrup. Up. Ugh, yeah. I got up and I went and had myself some breakfast 
freshly prepared, as Pam knows. That's what I do. No, I don't have any. They serve grits where I went today. I'm very upset about the grit situation. But I bypassed the Mountain Dew in the I usually have it first thing in the morning, every day, like coffee. I didn't. I bypassed it. I did not do the Mountain Dew. I'm still stuck on Mountain Dew at breakfast. I know. One time I, I did that at the guys' store, so I'm with like a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit and the Mountain Dew. And he was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I feel about some coffee. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Risky up there looking. So is this about to be um, the beginning of the end to Mountain Dew? I would not say that prematurely. <laughs> I don't know if I would go so far as to say the end. I would probably say more of um, a slowing down, slowing down. Okay. You know. And then I figure, love you, Riff. Now, how much water did you drink last week? Um, let's see. <laughs> Woo! So hard to tell exactly. That's that's already let me know. Not enough. I probably not as much as I should have, as would be recommended. That was a given because it took you too long to even say that. It's like I, I dropped a, a pop quiz on you. You was like, oh, man, oh, crap. <laughs> I ain't read any of that material. She said the test was going to be on chapter one through seven. They got chapter nine on here. Okay. <laughs> that ain't right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Who had to have that, see what had happened then moment? Oh, that's Lisa. That's Lisa? Mm-hmm. See, what had happened was I was going to get some water, but in the process of going to get some water, I saw some juice. Well, that was actually a great crush. No, not another pop. Oh. You heard that sugar voice whispering in your ear. But let me say this, though. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Redeem yourself. I saw some Kool-Aid. That's the store I hadn't had Kool-Aid in 30 years. Like and that's, I mean, that's a little better than pop, but you need water. I bought a case of water, and I had two. I had a bottle yesterday. 
One bottle? I mean, day before I had two bottles. <laughs> okay, I'm, and actually I've been trying to do this. i got to find the, the name of that book because um, I can't remember. I know the name of the book. I can't remember the name of the, the guy who wrote it because it's an it's a Indian name. Uh, I just call him Dr. B. Um, but I'm going to uh, find it and send it to your uh, your Facebook page because maybe you can find it in your library or order. I think it only costs like about ten or twelve dollars. Um, and read about um, about the water. I'm telling you, it'll change your mind. It'll blow your mind, actually. Yeah. I know I'm. I know I'm wrong. Drinking water or about not drinking water? Yeah, because I I bought a copy for uh, for Mr. Farley. Man. Oh man. Speaking of water, let me tell you how long I've been on this water BS. Excuse my friend. Because I know what I'm supposed to do. I just be tripping. I just be tripping, y'all. Please pray for, for my tripping habits. So, <laughs> Erica, now I know you can hear me. I don't know if you can talk. Listen to this. This is how long this mess been going on. When I was in college, I must have been like, just let me see, my first went to college, I think I just turned 17, so it must have been my freshman year, I'm 17. My Sam and I were real close back then. And I started having, I didn't know I wasn't drinking water before I left. No, I was, but I think what happened was when I got to school, like my mother would never buy pop. My mother would never buy soda. She did not buy it. The only time it was in the house is if somebody was sick and she bought ginger ale. We were like, yes! So we would like, try to pretend like we were sick. Oh, man. So when I got to school, after I realized there was no curfew, when I asked the lady, what time do I have to be home? She was like, come on when you want to. I said, what? And me and my friends looked at each other. I said, yeah, we could come whenever we want to. And I said, yeah, right, you called my mama. She said, honey, ain't nobody, yo, you, you wrong while you here. Am I calling you? What? <laughs> so after I got over that shot, I realized that there was a soda fountain upstairs. And I said, I can go get pop, but that's what I want to. Man, I drank so much pop the first four or five months I was there. I mean, it was kind soda drinking, and that's when my kidneys started acting a fool. Mm-hmm. That's when it all I was about went to say, bad. you was probably peeing bananas. It was bad. The doctor said my urine looked like toxic waste. Okay. It was horrible. So, you know when you go away to school, right, you, you, uh, you're waiting for care packages. Everybody getting care packages. You go down, you can't wait to get that little slip in your mailbox to say you got a package. Because, you know, it's some chips or some cookies, you know, whatever your favorite things are from back home. So he had said, all right, I'm going to send you something down there. All right, cool, no problem. Send me a care package. I was like, yes. So I was like, it's going to be my chocolate donuts and some Doritos <laughs> and some fruit. It's a Hawaiian pot. And I just knew it was going to be all this stuff in this box, right, y'all? But I was silly enough. And then Jan, his cousin, had came down there, too, and he probably went back and told her, she down there, she's sick, and she's not 
you know, her kidneys messed up and whatever's going on. Man, I got that slip in my mailbox, and I'm down there. I took my girl with me. I got a girl, yeah, you can have some of whatever's in my box. You know, I'm walking down there. Man, I got that box. I'm I'm strutting back up the steps. Mm, I got a box, did you? Mm, mm. Did you get a box? Nope, I got a box. I got to my room, open that box up. I don't know what it was. A gallon <laughs> of aloe vera juice. <laughs> a gallon. That's what you needed. Aloe vera juice. I was so devastated. Devastated. I was like, okay, there must be another box, too. Oh, you, you, like, know, you, got? you got? The lady was like, no, it's just one box. I was like, no, juice. no Doritos, no. I will never forget that as long as I live. And I knew why it was in there, and I very well understood that I needed it. I did. I did. I did, because I did need it. But, dang. And, man, I, woof. So that's how long I've been tripping for water. Now, I got better for a long time. Up until I moved here, really. I'm finding my way back home. I'm finding my way back, y'all. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, how y'all doing? All right, all right. From Cheryl. Is Cheryl doing good? Oh, what's wrong with Cheryl? Huh? What's wrong with Cheryl? No, I'm saying, has anybody heard from Cheryl? Oh, I think um, Sam saw her at work the other day. Okay. 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 It was just, well, do you have a feeling or something? I mean, like, do you have, are you getting a feeling about her or? You know what? I don't have dreams a lot, and I just had a dream about her. And I, it was so real that I, when I, after, I, you know, I got myself together, I had to call her in to see. Because she was, she, in the dream, she said, um, you know how we always say, does anybody have a, you know, does anybody have a prayer request? And she chimed in, and she was just like, don't just pray for those who say they have a prayer request on the call. We should pray for everybody. And it was just really weird for it to be Cheryl and for her to make that request. So I was just wondering if she was okay. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that might be worth investigating then. I know I'm about to send her a text message. <clears throat> I just finished my, my, my morning bottle of water, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> 
at least, I, you know what, I, I read that, yes, you can do if I'm really bad with water, too. I have to remind myself. So, um, you know, or Makia has to remind me. My daughter has to remind me. Mama, did you drink water today? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. And I'm not even a pop drinker. I mean, I'll go all day without drinking anything. I might have some coffee in the morning. But after that, I'm pretty much like, mm, you know. Um, but I was reading um, on my timeline. I have, like, a lot of health and religious, you know, stuff on my timeline on Facebook. And they were saying that if you if you don't like water, do, like, watermelon, cucumbers, celery. They're, like, almost all water. So if you can't drink water, you can eat your water. You know what, though? You still need some water. Put some lemons <laughs> in it. Put some lemons in it. It will help your digestive system because that's the other thing. Um, you know, I ain't trying to get gross on the line, but if you aren't regular, it could be because you're not drinking enough water. Yeah. Now, I got a second step water. I think I I wasn't man the whole time I was in college I didn't go to the bathroom. I'm oh like, my god! Oh years. my god! Not, not literally, but I was stopped up for ever. But and but I because I didn't drink enough water. But I never knew. I never made the connection. I just went, boy, that's really odd. My roommates would be going. I'm like, how come I never had to apologize to people for the smell in the house? <laughs> <laughs> I am so through. I'm going back on mute. I'm done. I, never I am to... done. You too much, Lisa. You too much. <laughs> I can't. You never know what you're going to hear on this call. That's I'm so true. Done. I'm just saying. I Bless like you, I Lord. Real. I never did. Oh, you got to say I'm playing the music. <laughs> no, that's me. That's me. And the oh, me. And me. <laughs> Listen to y'all having this crappy conversation. Is that better? <laughs> That's the best we, way we to get it. Mm-hmm. Sam, I told them about the um the time you sent me that aloe vera juice, and I thought it was some uh, chocolate donuts and Doritos. What? The time you sent me that aloe vera juice, and I thought it was chocolate donuts and Doritos because you told me you had a, a care package you were sending me. When I was sick, when I was getting sick at school. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Lord, today. Were you on when Felicia asked about Cheryl? No. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me find a book, and then we can do this thing. All righty then. Well, Erica, you're going to open up in prayer, and then after you finish, I'm going to read the book. How about that? Isn't that special? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I wasn't really thanking you, but okay. Yeah, I know. 
But I still said I was welcome. <laughs> you think? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um. Amen, Lord. Um. Gracious Lord, our Father, we thank you. Conversate Lord, just allow our ears to be open and our spirits to be receptive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm doing the operate running back guy. Um, yeah, I just ran. Yeah, do you have a new group there? Uh, I'll see. I, I ran it too last night. I didn't see the new group. Oh, okay. I should just say. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All righty then. We were just entertained by Miss Burr. <laughs> so let's see what we're reading out of today. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, yes, Daddy God. Oh yeah, we mm, yeah kind of mm, yeah kind of remember that one. Mm. I don't think I'm in the right place because we were talking about the different types of spirits. Ah, here we go. Because I remember we were talking about a cool spirit. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Y'all ready to get beat up today? <laughs> yeah. 
So, last time we were in this book, we were talking about a contrite spirit, a broken spirit, an inflicted spirit, a lowly spirit, poor in spirit, a gentle spirit, a fervent spirit, a cool spirit, and that's where we left off at. So now we're going into a joyful spirit. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, Luke 1 and 47. Towards himself, a Christian should have a broken spirit, Psalms 51 and 17. But towards God, it should be one of rejoicing always in him. He rejoices not for his own sake, nor because of any joyful experience, work, blessing, or circumstance, but exclusively because God is his sinner. Indeed, no saint can genuinely rejoice out of any cause other than God himself. If our spirit is oppressed by worry, weight, and sorrow, it will commence to be irresponsible, neck sink down, then lose its proper place, and finally become powerless to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. When pressed down by a heavy load, the spirit loses its lightness, freedom, and brightness. It quickly topples from its ascendant position, and should the time of sorrow be prolonged, damage to the spiritual life is incalculable. Nothing can save the situation except to rejoice in the Lord. Mm. Really? Rejoice in what God is and how he is our Savior. The note of hallelujah must never be in short supply in the spirit of a believer. Hmm. Ooh, a spirit of power. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy 1-7. Timidity is not humility. While humility is self-forgetfulness completely, a forgetting both as weakness and strength. Mm. Timidity recalls all the weaknesses and hence is self-remembering. God does not delight in our cowardice and withdrawal. He wants us, on the one hand, to tremble before him because of our emptiness, yet, on the other hand, to proceed courageously. He requires us to bear him witness fearlessly, to suffer pain and shame for him valiantly, to accept loss of all things with courage, and to rely on the Lord's love, wisdom, power, and faithfulness with confidence. Whenever we discover ourselves shrinking from witnessing the Lord or withdrawing in other ways where boldness is demanded, we should realize that our spirit has abandoned its normal state. We ought to preserve it in a condition of dauntlessness. We need to have a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. It should be strong, but not to the point of becoming unloving. It is also mandatory that it be quiet and controlled so that it may not be excited easily. Ooh, here we go, that permeable in there. What was it, perturbable and imperturbable? We must have a spirit of power towards the enemy, a spirit of love towards men, and, and a spirit of self-control towards ourselves. A quiet spirit. Let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable jewel of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is God's sight and the very precious, First Peter 3 and 4. Granted that this is a word directed toward the sisters, it is nonetheless spiritually applicable to the brothers as well. To aspire to live quietly, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11. This is the duty of every Christian. 
Modern Christians talk far too much. Sometimes their unuttered words surpass in numbers those that are spoken. Confused thoughts and inner speech set our spirits to wandering away from the control of our wills. A wild spirit often leads people to walk according to the flesh. How hard for believers to restrain themselves from sinning when their spirits are becoming unruly. An errant spirit invariably ends up with an error in conduct. Before one can display a quiet mouth, he must first possess a quiet oh wow. Before one can display a quiet mouth, he must first possess a quiet spirit. For out of the abundance of the spirit does the mouth speak. We ought to carefully keep our spirit in stillness. Even in time of intense confusion, our inner being should nevertheless be able to sustain an independent quietude. A placid spirit is essential to anyone walking after the spirit. Without it, he should quickly fall into sin. If our spirit is hushed, we can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit there. Obey the will of God and understand what we cannot understand when confused. Such a quiet inner life constitutes the Christian adornment which betokens something manifested outwardly. I think I might leave it there. Where you want, Ugly? I sure don't know Sam Jr. Uh, yeah, mm, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you can come sit down here. I'm going to read one more. We should serve in newness of spirit, Romans 7 and 6. This, too, is a serious facet of our spiritual life and work. An old spirit cannot inspire people. The best it can do is pass on some thought to others. Even so, it is weak and therefore powerless to stimulate earnest consideration. An aged spirit can only produce aged thought. Never can dynamic life flow out from an old spirit. Whatever issues from a decrepit spirit, words, teaching, manner, thought, life are but old, stale, and traditional. Perhaps many doctrines do in fact teach another believer's mind, but they gain no footing in the, in the spirit. As a consequence, it is impossible to touch the spirit of others because there is no spirit behind one's teaching. It is conceivable that the one who harbors an old spirit has once experienced some of the truths, but they have now become mere remembrances of the past, purely pleasant memories. These truths have been transferred from the spirit to the mind, or perhaps they have been just new ideas freshly conceived in his mind, and due to lack of confirmation in life, they simply do not impact part the touch of a fresh spirit to the audience. Hmm. Time and again, we meet various Christians who habitually convey something new from the Lord. While we are with them, we feel they have just left the Lord's presence, as though they would bring us right, bring us right back to the Lord. This is what newness means. Anything else is oldness. Such ones appear to enjoy renewed strength all the time, soaring like eagles and running like youths. Instead of imparting dry, corrupted, and worm-eaten manna of the mind to people, these give fish and bread, bread, and bread freshly cooking on the fire of the spirit. Deep and wonderful thoughts never move people as a fresh spirit can. We must maintain a fresh spirit continually. How can we face people if our inner man does not give the impression of having been newly with the Lord and newly blessed of the Lord? Anything, life, thought, 
experience which has reduced itself to remembrance of the past as old and aged. Moment by moment, we must receive everything anew from the Lord. To imitate the experiences of another without ourselves having it, having it is, I'm sorry. To imitate the experiences of another without ourselves having it in his life is forbidden. But to copy from the relics of our own past experience is likewise ineffective. Thus, we can grasp the import of what Christ enunciated as recorded in John. I live because of the Father. Our inner man should remain unceasingly fresh if we momentarily draw upon the life of the Father to be our life. A stale spirit generates no fruit in work, inspires no walk after spirit, and achieves no victory in warfare. An old spirit cannot face others because it does not face God. To enjoy a spirit that is always fresh and new, one's inner being must be in constant touch with God. Okay. Yeah, here we go again. That's all I can say. Okay. A joyful spirit. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Luke 1 and 47. Towards himself, a Christian should have a broken spirit, but towards God it should be one of rejoicing always in him. He rejoices not for his own sake, nor because of any joyful experience, work, blessing, or circumstance, but exclusively because God is his sinner. Indeed, no saint can genuinely rejoice out of any cause other than God himself. So now I'm going to go back and touch what he talked about a broken spirit is. A broken spirit is one which trembles before God. Some Christians do not sense any uneasiness in their inner man after they have sinned. A healthy spirit will be broken before God as was David upon having once sinned. It is not difficult to restore to God those who have a broken spirit. And now he's coming out of Psalms 51 and 17 talking about a broken spirit. So what he's saying, uh, toward himself, a Christian to have a broken spirit. In other words, again, we need to not put any confidence in our flesh. We need to always, when we're looking toward ourselves, again, what does the word say? I can do all things through Christ. You know, uh, that's, that's totally contrary to what the world said. The world and the word are totally contradicting each other. The world builds and puffs up man's ideas. They're, all and everything is self-centered, you know, self-improving. That's the whole theme of the world. But the word is always about diminishing your flesh nature and increasing in your spirit, man, and drawing you closer to God. If I spirit, huh? Somebody want to say something? If our spirit is oppressed by worry, weight, and sorrow, it will commence to be irresponsible, next sink down, then lose its proper place, and finally become powerless to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, he said if our spirit is oppressed, depression and oppression, okay, things are going to come in life. What we have to learn, because we're all going to go through some time when we're, when we're beat down and we're getting our butts kicked, and we can't let it get to the point that it overtakes us. We're all going to go through some bad times, some tribulation. And, you know, again, if sometimes you need to be in that place, and see, that's where, that's where the brothers and sisters are important. Because sometimes you need to just, you need to get into your place and just do what you got to do. You know, sometimes you just, you know, you got to go through. People mourn through different ways. People go through things differently. But it's not for you to stay there. You know, and I say, see, that's why brothers and sisters are important, and sisters in Christ. First of all, when you see somebody there, sometimes they don't want to hear what you got to say. 
Pam says it often, and I totally understand. Well, you know, when I'm in a certain, I, I want to and even if you say it, it's not going to be receptive. So sometimes, and see, that's when you're walking in love. That's, see, that's, that's when you're walking in love and using the discernment of the Holy Spirit, you recognize, you know what, I'm going to just lead them. Like it's time, I'll be honest, you know what, I'm going to just be quiet because I want to hear what y'all got to say and y'all ain't listening to me, so shut up. I just tell myself, I just shut up. You know, I'm there. So sometimes we there, as a brother and sister in Christ, walking in love, you need to recognize that they're there. You pray on their behalf. And if and when the time comes, the, and, you, and the leadership of the Holy Spirit, then you might be able to talk to them or bring them up. So, again, that's walking in wisdom. If our spirit is oppressed by worry, weight, and sorrow, it will commence to be irresponsible, next sink down, then lose its proper place, and finally become powerless to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. When pressed down by a heavy load, the spirit loses its lightness, freedom, and brightness. It quickly topples from its ascendant position, and should the time of sorrow be prolonged, damage to the spiritual life is incalculable. Nothing can save the situation except to rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in what God is and how he is our Savior. The note of hallelujah must never be short supply in the spirit of believer. Sometimes, just like when we was on the line earlier, we just, just started crying out the name of Jesus. Sometimes, you know what? Jesus. Just praise the Lord because who he is. Praise the Lord because he saved you. Praise the Lord. You remember how I threw the things. Just, just give him the glory. Your situation might be hellish on top of over and exponential calculated. But you still, you just still cry Jesus. And see, recognize too, okay, let's go in the natural. Somebody ever, I'll I, I talk about me personally. Somebody slapped me one day and I looked at him and I just started laughing. You know, when the enemy hits you with a shot and you look at him, you laugh, that throws, what, what, what's, what's wrong with them? That happens in the natural as well as the spiritual. The devil hits you with your best shot and you have the audacity to come back and cry to your Lord and Savior just because, just because he is God and he saved you? That, that You talking about a dagger to the enemy? Mm-mm. So recognize sometimes even when you're doing that and you're in that mode, that in itself. See, what did the walls talk about? Then when they started praising and shouting, that's what top of the walls of Jericho down. So, again, we got a lot of spiritual uh, principles in these things that God is telling us to do. It's not just us doing something just because God has his reasons for all of this. A spirit of power. For God did not give us the spirit of timidity, but but a spirit of power, love, and self-control, 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Timidity is not humility. While humility is self-forgetfulness, completing, I'm sorry, while humility is self-forgetfulness completely, of forgetting both its weakness and strength, timidity recalls all the weakness and hence the self-remembering. God does not delight in our cowardness and withdrawal. He wants us on the, one, on the one hand to tremble before him because of our emptiness, yet on the other hand to proceed courageously in his might. He requires us to bear him witness fearlessly, to suffer pain and shame for him valiantly, to accept loss of all things with courage, and to rely on the Lord's wisdom, power, and love and faithfulness with confidence. Whenever we discover ourselves shrinking from witnessing for the Lord or withdrawing in other ways where boldness is demanded, we should realize that our spirit has abandoned its normal state. 
We ought to preserve it in a condition of dauntlessness. Timidity, humility. Mm. Jesus is, he, I mean, he's our, he's our all. I mean, but I'm talking about his example right now. You know, coming up, you know, I always picture Jesus as somebody, you know, shrinking back and, you know. I mean, I knew he was a son of God and everything, but and typically the world draws this picture of, of, you know, of this dude who just, you know, shrunk back and walked around things. But no, no, not no, no. He was humble. He did he he kept in contact, he kept focus and he he you know, in other words, I'm not starting any arguments. I y'all don't understand me. But when it was time for him to be bold, when it was time for him to challenge, oh, yes, he stood up. No, you're not going to run over me. When he went to the temple, he took the time to braid the whip. He didn't just grab the whip. Now, that temple had guards in it. These guards are warriors. They ran up out of there. So, again, he, but see, that's coming in, walking in connection with your father. Again, going back, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We got to, again, recognize that it's not us. We got to get over our flesh. We have to be trained how to diminish our flesh. All that, it, it takes time. We're raised up in our flesh. You know, God has, to, God has to break us and transform us and change us into who he desires us to be. So his process is involved. So that's what he's talking about, the difference between timidity and humility. Recognizing that in God we can bold, in God I can do all things, in Christ I can do all things. Recognizing that because God, we were talking about today that we we've gotten to a point that God let us here, and the world, yes, it's over with. I got you, but God will speak and say, "Live." God will say to those dry bones, "Live." God will say to the Red Sea, "Live." And see that recognize, see that's the power of God coming in. But you, if you see what happens if if you lose that humbleness, if you lose that, 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 that meekness, then you start looking at you. And as soon as you start looking at you, you disconnect your spirit. See, we talk about spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit is supposed to be in its right place, spirit leading the soul, leading its body. So when you start getting caught up in all the things that you've done, uh, uh, God, see, see, this is a trap. God will use you to accomplish things. God will use you to overcome things. And then you look back and you say, yeah, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. See, even at that moment, you're looking at the flesh. Even at that moment, you're giving the flesh. The flesh is looking for a reason to come, by alive, come back alive. So even in that, when you, when you start focusing on what you did, that, that, that starts to give the flesh some strength to come back alive so that it can begin to try to take its place. The flesh does not want you walking according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Your soul is the one that makes the decision which one are you going to lead. But the flesh does not want you to do that. So you must understand that you can do all things through Christ, but these feats that you do, these things that you accomplish through Christ, don't get caught up in them. Remember, you are only a vessel. We need to have a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. It should be strong, but not to the point of becoming unloving. It is also mandatory that it be quiet and controlled so that it may not be excited easily. Now, we talked about that one now. We must have a spirit of power towards the enemy, a spirit of love towards men, and a spirit of self-control toward ourselves. We talked. We talked about that on the other day. Being self-controlled, being still. See, again, that's another thing the enemy does. He'll come and he'll rattle you. Then you get disconnected. 
That's what I say. People don't realize how much. Whew, I don't even know what the word to even use. <sighs> to stay connected. To, to to keep hearing from God in the midst of everything and everybody pulling on you from different directions, it is not an easy thing. I'm talking now. I'm, okay, maybe maybe I ain't there. Okay, I'm talking about me. I mean, maybe y'all have achieved. Okay, I, so I'm gonna talk about me. But what I'm experiencing is for me to stay centered and to try to hear from God and disconnect everything else and myself. It it requires a lot. It's a pull on me. A huge pull. I don't like it worth a shot. But I, I recognize that if I become disconnected, then I can't I can't hear. Then I also recognize I gotta move in love. Okay, and I ain't just doing this. I gotta do it in love. You know, uh, you know, and so it's it's again, I'm talking about me. I'm finding that in order for me to hear from God, that's just to hear from him. I'm not talking about to step out and obey, obedient and trust him. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about just to stay connected. I'm finding that it requires a lot. See, this faith walk is just not this easy thing that people make it seem. No, it requires focus. It requires strength. It requires a lot. That's why most people don't do it to the extent that it needs to be done. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't share the God. Uh, let me just keep reading. A quiet spirit. Let it be the hidden person of the heart with imperishable jewel of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. First Peter 3 and 4. Granted that this is a word directed toward the sisters, it is nonetheless spiritually applicable to the brothers as well. To aspire to live quietly, 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11. This is the duty of every Christian. Modern Christians talk far too much. Sometimes their unuttered words surpass the number of those that are spoken. Confused thought, endless speech, set our spirits to wandering away from the control of our wills. A wild spirit often leads people to walk according to the flesh. How hard for believers to restrain themselves from sinning when their spirits become unruly. An errant spirit invariably ends up with an errant conduct. Mm. Live quietly, a quiet spirit. Now, that's getting right back into what I was talking about. That's your source. I always talk about that peace, that's where you need to come from. And we talked about the other day about our environments. We, we can't control what goes on the outside of us, but you can control on what goes on the inside of you. And that's your environment. And you need to keep your environment in a peaceable state. And through God, you can become him. He's the God of peace. Not just to have the peace of God. He's the God of peace. So if you can keep yourself in a in a peaceful position, then you can hear and move according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Before, before one can display a quiet mouth, he must first possess a quiet spirit. Uh-oh. I can't have a quiet mouth without a quiet spirit. I mean, I got to just say something. Whatever comes up, comes out. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say something. And, 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 you know, and again, this is training. It doesn't matter where you were. It doesn't matter where you are. It's training. God is no respecter of persons. He can take each and every one of us. If we allow him, again, that's the humbleness, the submitting, 
So allow him to train us, and I keep using the word train because it requires diligence, it requires perseverance on a continuous basis. Before one can display a quiet mouth, he must first possess a quiet spirit. For out of the abundance of the spirit does the mouth speak. We ought to carefully keep our spirit in stillness. Even in times of intense confusion, our inner being should nevertheless be able to sustain an independent quietude. <laughs> a placid spirit is essential to anyone walking after the spirit. Without it, he should quickly fall into sin. If our spirit is hushed, we can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit there. Obey the will of God and understand what we cannot understand when confused. Such a quiet inner life constitutes the Christian's adornment, which betokens something manifested outwardly. Mm. A placid spirit is essential to anyone walking after the spirit, because you, you got ugh. you need to be in connection, and, and if you're not at that point and you're not feeling the Holy Spirit moving, then he'll go left and you'll go right. So, again, that's the importance of keeping that spirit quiet. We should serve in newness of spirit, Romans 7 and 6. Now, this is in This, too, is a serious facet of spiritual life and work. An old spirit cannot inspire people. The best thing can do is pass on some thought to others. Even so. It is weak and therefore powerless to stimulate earnest consideration. Wow. An old spirit. Mm. Think about that. It, it, it can. It, it, uh, those things I've done, those things that I know, that's where a lot of our traditions, you know, and going to a lot of churches and they're dead and they're, okay, because they're traditions, they, you know, and they're going through the word and they're, they're tradition. But that's not going to spark life. An aged spirit can only produce aged thought. Never can dynamic life flow out of from an old spirit. Whatever issues from a decrepit spirit, words, teaching, manner, thought, life, are but old, stale, and traditional. Perhaps many doctrines do in fact reach another believer's mind, but they gain no footing in the spirit. As a consequence, it is impossible to touch the spirit of others because there is no spirit behind when teaching. Okay. So now, this is where we get into spirit, soul, and body. Okay, and we talk about a lot of times, and we don't understand it's a process, but we talk about that you can do godly yeah. things not be spirit-led. So, so that's what we need to recognize. A lot of so, this is what we're talking about. So sometimes, and we're talking about an old spirit, they're doing godly things, but... Holy Spirit is not leading them. So that's the flesh doing it. So now the thing about it, you can learn from them. You can, I mean, because they have, I mean, you, and, and so you can learn from them. You can learn like the traditions. You can learn, you can learn history. So a lot of things you can learn. See, that, that, see, that's again with that humbleness and that meekness. It keeps you there. So you'll listen and you hear these stories. You'll hear these tales and you go, okay. But you got to also recognize where it's at. So that comes in in the form of knowledge. That is no form of knowledge to your mind, okay? But that's not that's not revelation in your spirit. So you got to understand the difference. See, again, this is when we talk. We're talking about meat here. We're talking about meat. This is nothing minor. So once you begin to get an understanding of how you form, then you can begin to understand how you learn. 
Okay. See, then you can recognize. Okay, when I'm when I'm with an aged spirit, I might be able to get something from my mind. But when I need to get something from my spirit, I need to go somewhere else. So in other words, I need to feed my spirit. I need to feed my mind. I need to feed my body. Understanding the three aspects again, then you can understand how you learn how they can grow. Ultimately, your spirit needs to be leading everything else, but your spirit needs to be fed. The feeding the mind is essential. That's knowledge. That's your soul. Okay, but understand there's a distinct difference from being fed for the soul and being fed by the spirit. Never can dynamic life flow out from an old spirit. Whatever issues from a decrepit spirit, words, teachings, manner, thoughts, life, are about old, stale, and traditional. Perhaps many doctrines do in fact teach another, reach another believer's mind, but they gain no footing in the spirit. As a consequence, it is impossible to touch the spirit of others because there is no spirit behind one's teaching. It is conceivable that the one who harbors an old spirit has once experienced some other truths, but they have now become mere remembrances of the past, purely pleasant memories. These truths have been transferred from the spirit to the mind, or perhaps they have just been new ideas freshly conceived in his mind, and due to lack of confirmation in life, they simply do not impart the touch of a fresh spirit to the audience. Time and again, we meet various Christians who habitually convey something new from the Lord. While we are with them, we feel they have just left the Lord's presence, as though they will bring us right back to the Lord. This is what newness means. Anything else is oldness. Such ones appear to enjoy renewed strength all the time, soaring like eagles and running like youths, instead of imparting dry, corrupted, and worm-eaten manner of the mind to people. These give fish and bread freshly cooking on the fire of the Spirit, Deep and wonderful thoughts never move people as a fresh spirit can. Mm. A fresh spirit, you know, and and and, Corsetta, and then one who's got his mind and the old spirit. Yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm thinking, give me a minute, Dave. All right, and I'm thinking of the difference of of a fresh spirit, you know. Mm. Okay, perfect example. This line, the things God had me doing, I'd be like, really, God. You got me doing what? I don't feel qualified. I ain't studied. I had no, I had, I wasn't, none of my desire to go this route. But he said, yeah, well, I chose you anyway. So he has his reasons. So maybe I got his fresh spirit. It's got to be something. Because, it's, it's, again, so recognizing when you're walking in the spirit, then you're walking according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Now, I can tell you from what that does, that makes me rely on him. Not relying on my teaching or my learning. That's what it does. Like Sunday was a perfect example. Because about just getting started, I, that whole thing just shifted to a whole, I like, again, but see, that's that Holy Spirit working through you. And that spirit, well, just like well, early on the line, when we were talking about live, 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 that spirit gives life. And that's what's needed. Life into situations and circumstances. And some type of approval, right? All of that stuff that the age of the, is no life. Oh, he in, did? Life is what's going to make the difference. We must maintain a fresh spirit continually. How can we face people if our inner man does not give the impression of having been newly with the Lord and newly blessed of the Lord? Anything, life, thought, experience, which has reduced itself to remembrance of the past is old and aged. Moment by moment, we must receive everything anew from the Lord. No, I don't have anything in my mailbox from him. 
to imitate the experiences of another without ourselves having in it to imitate the experiences of another without ourselves having it in life is forbidden. But to copy from the relics of our own past experience is likewise ineffective. Thus we can grasp the import of what Christ enunciated as recorded in John. I live because of the Father, 657. Our inner man should remain unceasingly fresh if we momentarily draw upon the life of the Father to be our life. A stale spirit generates no fruit and work. Inspires no walk after spirit and achieves no victory in warfare. An old spirit cannot face others because it does not face God. To enjoy a spirit that is always fresh and new, one's inner being must be in constant touch with God. And that is our lesson for today. Questions, comments, criticism, conclusion. Good morning again. Good morning. Um, <laughs> but you know what I got out of that? The part that I did, that the part that I heard um, in the reading, um, especially the last part, um, I was I saw the I saw the scripture um, of Christ when he was talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and that's the difference between relation and religion. Because that and that's where the you know old spirit and new spirit. The old spirit is religion. The new spirit is relation. You know, and and when Christ came, he was trying to tell them like, okay, this is what the word says, but this is how it should be applied. You know, and and that was the thing. It's like they were so there was there, there's there's like a a gray line. There's you know there's shades of gray when it comes to the word, where you have to be able to hear the word of God and be in that relationship and know where that shade is. Everything is in black and white. Like when they, when, um, when him and the disciples were going through the, the field of corn on the Sabbath day, the religion of the law said you're not supposed to do any type of work on the Sabbath. And so that's what the Sadducees and the Pharisees was coming at him for, saying, how dare you pick cotton to eat on the day that you're not supposed to, you know, that, on the day that you're supposed to rest. And God and, and Christ was just like, no, you know, how else are we supposed to eat if we don't pick the corn? You know, and so it was just like, okay. And then even when he healed on the Sabbath day, they came at him again like, you know, this is the Sabbath day. You're not supposed to do anything on this day. And he had to even point out, okay, well, if you're going to say not to not to heal on the Sabbath, how can you put oxen out on the Sabbath? And so he was like, you can't, you can't use, and that's how we are now. You can't, we can't pick and choose what part of the word of God we want to work, we want to live in, you know, and that we want to work within our lives. We have to do the whole thing. And within the old spirit, everybody wants to pick and choose. Nobody wants to learn anything new about who God is because God is, is, is more than just tithes and prosperity and healing. He's more than that. So the old spirit only looks at that or doesn't look at that depending on what they've learned in their denomination. But the new spirit, the new spirit of people that, that's coming is like they want to learn everything about God. Just like in a relationship, I want to know everything about you. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite animal? 
You know, what's your favorite day of the week? We want to know all the details and then learn how to work our relationship based on the information that we keep receiving. Because in the new spirit, we know that it's a constant learning. There is no stoppage. You always continue to learn. But the old spirit is basically saying, I've learned all I need to learn. I don't need to learn anymore. I don't want to change. I'm done. And so we have to, you have to, we have, that's our, and that's our check. If you're not willing to learn anything new about God and his word, if you're not willing to learn anything new about yourself through his word, then you're basically dealing in an old spirit. You're, you, you're, you're, you're firmly planted in what you were and what you, what you have already um, considered yourself to be. You've already planted yourself there where God doesn't want us to be planted. He wants us to continue to grow. And when you grow, new branches are, are popped out, new plants come up, new buds come up, and new things are seen. So that's what I got out of that. Thank you for the sharing of the word today. Amen. Amen. Who's that? Hey. Oh, I was thinking also, Felicia, when you said, you know, Jesus and Paris. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Bird. You could unmute. Appreciate it. <laughs> a lot of times what you said, Felicia, too, what you really caught me said, you know, Jesus, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees, yes, this is what the Word says, but this is how you apply it. That That's so powerful because, see, again, when you start actually applying the Word, then you that's when you get an understanding of not only the Word, but how it works, you know, and... and and, you know, even what I was talking about now just kind of popped into me, you know. That's part of the whole when I was talking about just trying to hear from God. You're trying to hear and see how the Word is applying and working in a situation and circumstance. You know, because it, the Word is true. It doesn't vary, but the how it things manifest, that's that's what's important, you know. And you really, unless, see, that's where that experience comes in. Yeah, with the new mapping and stuff, you know, GPS so it, and FXTV, there's all different, still outliers that, that's why people who just okay. run out here and say a verse and this, that, and the other, oh, I know, yeah, God said, mm-hmm, probably, yeah, yes, God is good. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? You're basically competing with whoever that is. That's Gloria Burr. Okay. Right. I did check that. Robin hasn't approved yet. But, again, that, that's the life and the spirit that, that he's talking about. So we you get that you get the life by the application of the word. And you know what when you were speaking, it was like we have to remember that the word is like water. The word is living water. He said I, I mean, Christ is the living water. He's the he's the spring. He's the he's the, he you know, he's the living water. And what is water? How many forms can water take? How fluid is water? So if we look at it like that, mm, oh, wow. 
And 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 people don't people always say that the word is is you know especially atheists and, and in this day and age they say that the the word of God is antiquated so they don't want they they say we have to well this doesn't we're going to take this part out because that was from back then and we have, we're going to apply no the word of God is fluid. So he he made it so that it can fit into ink, and that's why he said, "Don't change my word at all, because my word is like water; it can go into any form that it needs to go into to fit in any situation, any time, any circumstance." It's already approved. And when we do that, when we look at when we look at his word as water, we can see how it can make any situation grow. How it can it can erode the 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 um the evil the darkness how it can go and it can just get into the cracks and crevices of and shine light on anything. So if we look at the word as water, it has many connotations. It has many forms. I heard him a few minutes ago. So that that that's yeah. I'm going back. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I like yeah, that that that's deep. There, I mean, wow. You know, and if the word if the word is that fluid and flexible, we can't be stiff, because then we can't move with them. Remember, he's the one that's leading us, so we become stuck in our thoughts. Or this is how it has to happen, and that's how. Who the TD was talking the other day about Jesus spitting into that man and pulling his eyes. You know, so we that that cuts off the spirit right there, because we cannot tell God how to do his business. Well, I heard Howard you know, and so you would, when you just said that about the word, that's that that's wild. So we have to be pliable. In order for us to be pliable, we have to hear. In order for us to hear, we have to be peaceful. We have to be human, timid, and connected. Because at any time we get stuck, or this is the way that it has to happen. Then, like you say, then 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 automatically you setting ground rules and regulate, and God doesn't work like that. Wow, that that was good. That was good. That was real good. Mm. Wow. All right. Anybody else All right, anybody else got anything going once? Anybody else got anything going twice? Sold. All right, well, guess time for prayer requests. Woo! Well, you can go ahead and pray for me. Hey, doggy. Renee, right? Huh? Okay, I just trying to make sure it was you. Yes, yeah, me. Okay. Uh, Felicia, can you pray for her and then I'm going to follow up behind you? I'm sorry. I, I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. Who am I praying for? Uh, Renee. You, you. Renee. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Hey, Renee. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, oh, 
Alright, so Renee, 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 Renee. Are you working today, Renee? Yes, matter of fact, I'm in route to go and do my house hopping for getting people hair done. Okay. Okay, and you go today. And you go today. Um. Because your hands touch the heads of other people, you have to be even more diligent on how you let your feelings come. You cannot be distracted by circumstance. You cannot be distracted by issues that's going on with you. Because um, when we lay hands on people, there is a transference, regardless if we think so or not. When you lay your hands on someone, you're either pulling away, you're pulling something from them, or you're pushing something towards them. I mean, you look at the you look at the the story about um, the woman with the issue of blood, and all she did was touch his garment, and Christ knew that someone had took virtue from him. And that was just to him and his garment. But you're touching people's heads. And so you have to be aware of, you know, your 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 spirit as well as their spirit at all times. Because the thing is, if you are working on someone's head who's having a bad day, you don't want to have that issue transfer to you. And the same thing with you. If you're having a bad day, you don't want your issue to transfer to them. So Sam had read, I think it was last week, that we have to we set our own environment. And we have heard that before, where we have to set the atmosphere um, at all times. And because you work around the head of people, um, you have to set your atmosphere at all times. So if that means that you have to have... Um, uh, praise and worship music playing at your station or you have it on your phone or you're just singing something to yourself. You have to be in a constant state of the spiritual realm so that you can be at peace. So if you're at peace, the person that you're the person that you are working on, no matter what they are doing, what what they're going through, they will receive that spirit of peace. Um and that's a and that's a ministry that is a ministering that you do that is a when 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 you are dealing with people you are actually ministering to them so if they come to you and they as you're as they're in your chair and they are sewing and they are basically speaking negatively, it's not so much as you give them your opinion but just you know um don't give opinion don't don't give don't give suggestions but just listen to them. And then as they're speaking, you and you're in the spirit, you start sowing peace into the situation and watch how they go from being irritated, aggravated, upset, and as, as they speak, you continue, to, you continue to sow peace in the spirit to them. And that's where, and that's where it's not a wailing, it's a, it's, a, it's a quiet moan, it's a quiet speaking in tongues. You know, it can be a whisper on the wind. It doesn't have to be loud. But as they're speaking, you're speaking, um, you're speaking the peace over them and that situation. And if they ask you, you're, you know, how do you feel? What do you think about it? You just say, you know what? Let me pray about it. I'll pray for you. 
or, you know, I pray for the situation, but don't give your opinion, don't give your suggestion, because the thing is, you're, once you once you sow the peace into it, unless you're led by God to give your opinion, don't say anything. Just say, I'll pray for you, and let them go, you know, and let them go on with the rest of their day. And watch how not only will your clientele increase, the, 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 the people that you're going to work, the people that you are working on, they will start see, they will start seeing a difference in themselves and you'll start seeing a change in their conversation. And so Father God, as we come for Renee, we pray right now that you will continue to use her hands of service as she goes through her ministry of, of um being a beautician, Father God. Help her to beautify the inside as well as the outside as she does the work that you have called her to do. Father, we ask that you will strengthen her feet and her ankles and her legs and her knees and her hips, oh God. We ask that you will put a balm over her joints as she stands and does what she needs to do for the hair, for the face. Whatever she does, Father God, let it be for your glory and for the good of her as well as her clients. Father God, as she travels, give her traveling mercy. Watch where, watch, help her to see and discern where her foot treads, oh God, so that Wherever she goes, is blessed and protected. Help her to go around any accidents. Help her to go around any incidences where violence can occur so that she can come to her destination unscathed and in good condition. And Father, we ask that you will watch over her health, her family, and her seven degrees of separation. And we ask that you will cover her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Father God, under the blood, under your protection, because, Father God, we know that you said in Psalms 23, you know, we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The minute we walk outside our homes, our our protection is where we live, but when we walk outside our homes, we walk through the shadow the valley of the shadow of death. So Father, you said she shall feel no evil because you are with her. Go before her make every trick away straight. In the name of Yeshua we pray. Amen. Amen. Are you following me around last couple of weeks? Alicia? I'm sorry. I said, you following me around for the last couple of weeks, huh? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh, no, well, I, with what you just said, I've been doing that for a while now because, like I said, I, I know I got quite a few people watching me, and they all got their own little personal different reasons. But in the meantime... Where they could do better, they choose not to. But in the meantime, they call themselves being distracted by me just walking and staying focused. Last week, I was doing someone's hair, and uh, they came in the house, and my daughter started talking about who she didn't like and this, that, and the other. She knew the person who my daughter was talking about. And after the lady, I told my daughter, I said, just hush, hush. And so when the lady had left, I told my daughter, I said, you know something, you'll need to start learning how to train your tongue to hush. And she said, but I told the truth. I said, you might have told the truth under your understanding for why you feel that way, but it's not for you to sit up there and tell everybody because see, when you put stuff out there like that, see, they start to add more to it than what was actually said. I said, so don't sit up there and throw out 
throw out stuff for it to germinate into a science project. If you don't have any, like this old, like the old people tell folks, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Because you don't know what Pandora box you're getting ready to open up and help some mess get started, which is it shouldn't have even um, ignited in the first place. But um, I received that prayer 100%. Thanks. All right, pray for you. I don't brand it again. Did it go brand it? Go search it? Go search it? Go run it? Run it? Run it? Run it? Run it? Go did 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 it? Go say yes, yes, yes. Pretty much, yep, yep, yep. Father God, everything Felicia said. Yet of course, I just continue to guide her, lead her down that pathway. Yet of course, keep revealing and strengthening her. Yet of course, did it and allowing her to to grow up more in you. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm for this guy to go. Uh, oh, you haven't gotten out yet? No. Oh, you have to call. Okay, who's next? Okay, I'm going to make a mistake. Then we can see if you can help me figure it out correctly. Uh, yes, sir. 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 What did you do yesterday, last night, or very recent, where you just said yes? You said yes to something. I'm talking about, like, recent. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, good morning. Um, yes, sir. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Okay, well, while she's on hiatus, um, anybody else want prayer? Yes. Um, and also uh, pray for Asia, who is home now. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All righty. It's like I see God's hand upon her just all the while just walking with her, you know. She may or may not realize it. You know, I, I don't even know if she's saved or not, but I, it's like I see... You know, the angels just, just with her and just okay. taking her through this process and being there and keeping her and, 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 you know, just ministering to her, you know, through the whole thing. So, Father God, we just we just give you the praise and the glory for being with her, Lord, for continuing to keep her, Father, and continuing to grow her up in you, Lord. Holy Spirit, minister to her life, and help her grow and increase in you. As the word of God goes forth, doing all those things that it needs to do. Amen. 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 I don't know if she was doing a lot of praying when she was in the hospital. Oh, well, hey, you know. Trials and tribulations, they do do that to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, Pastor Sam, I had um, the the people working in my house come in. All right. Oh, no problem. No problem. Well, I'm gonna hit you now, and then I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna do Felicia, and I'm gonna do um Pam. Okay. Hey, Pam. Hello. All right. Father God, Felicia, Felicia, Felicia. I'd ask you a question before. Did you say yes to something recently? Um, I believe so, yes. Because it's kind of, I'm saying like, you know, God been speaking, showing you, and you've been like, uh huh, yeah, okay, uh huh, yeah, I know, uh huh. You creep to it, you may, but it's like recently, you know what? I'm just go ahead and do it. I'm gonna just go ahead and submit. I'm just, I'm gonna just go ahead and step out, and that, that's what I'm kind of sensing. Okay. Yeah. That's about right. <laughs> that's about right. Oh, this is what I want you to understand. Your focus is very important for where you are at. You've made a decision to go ahead and to move forward. That does not mean your situation has changed. Does not mean that demonic entities, and we know what you we talk about, you know, things we've talked about. That does not mean that they are not there. What it does mean is that you have made a decision that you're going to press forward. <laughs> So now, this is the thing. As you press forward and order you to walk, you seek strength from God. You seek direction from God. You seek everything you need from God. Don't get caught up in them. Like, they're walking beside you because they're trying to get you to turn around and say no and all the other stuff. 
But as you keep hearing and moving and focusing on him, they're losing strength. They're not capable of keeping up because even right now you might be taking a nice little jog. Sooner or later, I mean, you know, a nice little walk, it'll turn into a jog. You don't focus on them. You focus on God. You focus on what he tells you to do. They're losing strength. They won't tell you that. They'll show and tell you everything opposite, even your body, because they're going to attack your body too. I'm just telling you now. Even in your body. When they come, you grab hold of his word and say, Lord, if this is what you want me to do and this is the time, then I need strength to do it. And you tap into the anointing and the power of God. See, that's where spirit, soul, and body is important. Because, see, when you're recognizing where your strength comes from and you tap into that, it has the power to override your body when your body says no. It has the power to override your soul when your soul is, is doubtful. Because fear and doubt and unbelief is still right beside you. But because your spirit man is now beginning in touch and is leading, it's going to tell you and you're going to move in accordance so they won't be able to keep up with you. So you've said yes, and you're now making a say. Don't don't listen to them. And then right now they're blaring because they're pissed. They're blaring. Okay, it's noise. See, now nah, that's why it's important to recognize peace. That's noise. So now you must center yourself in Christ and his word, and that will drown out the noise. His peace will grab hold of you. His peace will direct your steps. So those are the things that you need to do in order to press your way through where you're at. What do you want, Uncle? Something to eat. All righty then. She got real quieter. <laughs> okay. Who's next? I didn't do Pam. Huh? Who's that, Sherry? Yeah. Hi, Sherry. How you doing? Hey, we had an interesting night last night. Uh, I wouldn't call it interesting. Um, there's a people were over at their house, and this girl insisted on watching this movie, and I said no, 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 and she put it in anyway, and it was um there was witchcraft in it, and uh, this girl had her mother had died. She had, with a star in it and put items on this star and she did a chant and a Barbie doll came to life because hair from the Barbie doll. And we watched this entire movie and sat there and I knew that, you know, we were watching witchcraft and they knew that too. I said, well, do you know this? Yeah, we know. We'll just mute it out until that part's over. And I thought... I, I got out of there and we were leaving and I and I was crying. My heart had broken. I said, don't they understand that the entire movie was witchcraft? Don't they understand? And my heart just began to break and break and break. And um, I just I just prayed against it, you know, and, and I just prayed for them. You know, I didn't say anything to them. You know, I used discernment and not say anything to them. But they're just not, they don't understand. 
and they're in the middle of it, and they watch these cartoons and things a lot. They don't watch, you know, they watch cartoons all the time. And so they're trying to escape from reality in that sense. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, um, we love them. So people love them, and they're still, you know, they're, they're Christians, but they're still caught up in this, in this, in this crap. <laughs> And so I understand that, but it, it just literally broke my heart yesterday, and I'm just crying out. And I was blessed this all night last night thinking about it and praying for him. And that's when I showed it off my bed. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you because I, you know that way it kind of gives you an idea of what we went through yesterday and and how you know and like you said, walk in peace, stay centered, stay focused. And uh, I I have been this morning because I've been listening. Mm-hmm. So if you could. Pray, you could pray for me, I'd really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 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 Father. Holy Spirit, we thank you for Russia for touching your daughter. We thank you, her for moving in her life. We thank you, Father God, for allowing the word to become real to her. Holy Spirit, continue to minister to her. Grabbing hold of her, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Father, God, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Come at a cosa, no rombose, Yeraka, Randike, Shirakosandrasa, Horane, yes, yes, you let the power of God go forth for her and cause a change, division, and transfer. From where she is to where she needs to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Sam. Amen. Amen. All right, Pam, I guess you're ready now, huh? Been ready. Huh? Been ready. Oogie doggy, Smokey. All right. Harambo, Shidakar, Rani, the Gandhi, the Gandhi. Mmm. Spirit of power. Did that touch you when I was reading that? I thought of that touched me. Hmm. I'm going to reread that. It said, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Timidity is not humility. While humility is self-forgiveness completely. Timidity recalls all the weaknesses and hence is self-remembering. God does not delight in our cowardice and withdrawal. Mm. He wants us on the one hand to tremble before him because of our emptiness, yet on the other hand to proceed courageously in his might. 
He requires us to bear him witness fearlessly, to suffer pain and shame for him valiantly, to accept loss of all things with courage, and to rely on the Lord's love, wisdom, power, and faithfulness with confidence. Whenever we discover ourselves shrinking from witnessing for the Lord or withdrawing in other ways where boldness is demanded, we should realize that our spirit has abandoned its normal state. We ought to preserve it in a condition of dauntlessness. We need to have a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. It should be strong, but not to the point of becoming unloving. It is also mandatory that it be quiet and controlled so that it may not be excited easily. We must have a spirit of power towards the enemy, a spirit of love towards man, and a spirit of self-control toward ourselves. Mm. What hit you when I was reading that? Um, I actually, I actually used to read that about, um, you know, that we weren't given um, a spirit of fear. Um, just with everything that was, you know, going on with me, it was like reinforcement that I, you know, that I can do this, um, even if I don't understand what this is. That I can do this even if I don't understand what this is. And so in order for that to happen, it forces you to rely on the Lord. Because you, you don't even know what you're dealing with. You don't even know what you're going into. But you're trusting him and you're allowing him. You're humbling yourself. And then you're trusting him for the outcome of whatever it might be. Interesting. Thank you. You're welcome, Mother. Did that kind of touch you, my dear? Yep, that's about it in a nutshell. God does not delight in our cowardness and withdrawal. He wants us, on the one hand, to tremble before him because of our emptiness, yet, on the other hand, to proceed courageously in his might. Pulling back, not pressing on for whatever reasons that we have. <laughs> I say I, I'm, I'm cussing myself out so much because out of my own mouth, there ain't no turning back. Lord knows. Oh, really? 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 Hmm. Hmm. I can't do it in, in and of myself, Lord. I don't even have the desire right now. But, God, I'm going to press on in you and through you and allow you to work and allow you to be God. Those words are easily stated out of everybody's mouth, but they are hard to live by. Yep. And then the point talking about when it doesn't line up with what I think, how I feel, I'm losing all this. See, that's the reality of where God wants us to be. Jesus, really? Yeah, really. Again, that's where he wants us to be. 
Alrighty. So who's next? You can pray for me if you don't have anyone else. You have to forgive me. I had to go into a meeting, so I have heard and you're reading, and I'll go back and listen, but still. Can't support you, so hey. Yeah, I love you too. Mm-hmm. The Lord almost said something, but I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be quiet. That's was that the Lord or was that Sam? Hmm? Was it the Lord or Sam? Oh, it was all Sam. Oh, okay. So he said, yeah, definitely be quiet, huh? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me see. I'm going to go ahead and hit your crew. Let me pray for Jakira. How did I go? She should go around to the Gosset. Pray for Ridge. How should I go? She should go. 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 Maria Mathis, who go she the grandi, she the go say, 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 she the go Patricia Arnold, hold on, yes, Father, praise your name for that woman of God, Lord. Praise your name for the victory, for the turnaround, Father. Praise your name, as you're continually working in her life, Father God, we just glorify you. We just give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Wally Horton, honey, I got you to go see the Gasseraka, 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 so you made me pray for all of my people for me pray for you, woman. Anyway. Love you too. Hoko Shireka Rande Ke Sharako Saka Shimboshi Kerakambraka Siroko Seker Rakande Kete. Hara Nirigo Sadaka Rande Go De De Gandan de Go De De Gandan de Go De De Ganda Ha 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 Wow. It's just like I see you have, it's like, you know, people in the movies, they go looking for the, the fountain of you, for they're looking for this. You have found your source of strength. And it's like, it's like your super pill, you, and you know how to go and take it or whatever you need to give you what you need. And, and, and you, you, like you constantly use it. Uh-huh, 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 okay, yeah, let me, let, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh, and as soon as they leave, Lord, Father God, your worship, it's like you have found out that as long as you stay connected, then it allows you to go through whatever's facing you, whoever's coming against you, whatever's trying to pull you out of where you need to be, you have, you have discovered it and you're walking in it, you're walking in a, in a level of, of, of connectivity, hmm, 
connectiveness, or you're walking in that level of understanding, and you're walking in that level of mm, spirit of power. We just talked about that. And I remember before when we were talking about a cool spirit, a quiet way, I was like, wow, that's so, that, that, that's so much of you. So you're there. You're there. You understand it. You walk in it. But you have devised a way that you don't get caught up in it, and that is so vital. You don't get caught up in it. Because, again, the moment that you do it, you do not recognize you're giving flesh an opportunity to come back alive. So just stay where you're at. Keep pressing, keep doing, and keep allowing God to be God. Pull not back, but let him finish what he started in your life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And amen. All righty, who's next? Hey, Sam. Have you heard? How is Cheryl? Frustrated, anguished, mad, stressed out. Can you pray for her, please? Surely. Hold on one second. (laughs) I just sent her a text, but I haven't heard anything back. I won't get don't know if she'll pick up or not. I know I am. Uh, she lucked out. I can't get her. Lord. Train her to get up out the way and allow your power, your anointing, your word to carry her where she needs to go. Let her pull not back your hand from her life. Keep her strong in you, Father. Yesterday, Father God, peace, peace, peace that surpasses all understanding. Yesterday, peace that surpasses all understanding, Father, so she can draw nigh from you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Okay. If you if you can't out, um, you know maybe yeah. Because I I I told them earlier that I had a dream about I I don't dream about people often, 
And what I do about them, I just if I'm if I'm able to contact them, I try to at least. And I had a dream about her this morning, and she um, and it was so real because we were on a call, and you it was like right here where you was like, well, anybody wants a you know anybody want a prayer, and we were about to hang up, and she chimed in and she was like, don't just pray for those who are on the call that requested, also pray for those who are not on the call. So. I'm like, okay, her specifically. So, anyway, that was it. So hey, you got a number? Um, I don't know if it's if it's the right number. Okay. Yeah, just give her a call. She'd be love to hear from you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. What number do you have for her? Is it a five five two number? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. Yep. All right. Then I will say I will I will call her. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, you know what? I gotta go. You guys be blessed. Have a great day, and I'll see y'all in the morning. Be doggy, Smokey. All right. Who else on here needs prayer? Who else on here needs prayer going once? Who else on here needs prayer going twice? All righty. Well, somebody can pray for me and we can get out of here because it's about to go off anyway, so. Father, we come to you this morning to say a prayer and to lift up Sam, your child. Your child that is dealing with so much, that is going through so much. Father, we just pray that you continue to cover him and that he continues to know that he's being covered. Father, we stand with him. We pray for him. We pray for health and wellness in his household. We pray for continued strength of character. We pray for continued obedience. We pray for patience, Father. Because our timing is not your timing. And we already know that you have the situations worked out. It's just a matter of when when he will learn of what it is that needs to be done, how and when. But it's already taken care of. And so, Father, we just pray that he can continue to to fall back on your word and to, to get out of the flesh. And to learn and to remember that you got this, that it will be taken care of, that he and his family will be okay, that you will get him through the situation. You brought him to it, you'll bring him through it. So, Father, we just we just continue to pray for Sam. We thank you, Father, for your love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Sam, can I pray for you too? Sure, go ahead. Okay. 
In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, if anybody else ain't got anything, I'm going to say au revoir. Au revoir. And holler at y'all tomorrow. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.